And we're back. Wow. That was a big break. <laughs> it was, wasn't it? It's only a game, so... Got the fire... I'm not running. doing that again. <laughs> no, we did that two weeks ago. <laughs> oh. Didn't listen. Right. So, uh, how's things? Good. All right. Yeah. How's your uh, testicle slash uh, hip problem? Oh, God. Uh, still, uh, I mean, I think it's something to do with age. <laughs> my hip, I was still going to the physiotherapist. Mm. But, yeah, it's not my balls, so that's mm. good. Okay, It's a hip joint issue. I don't know if it's a joint. She doesn't think it's a joint. Or it could be like a ligament or something. Muscular. Muscular. We'll get aches and pains as we get older, don't we? It's, yeah. uh, hopefully it gets resolved with the... The tender, loving masseuse of a... Death. <laughs> <laughs> well, that'll definitely resolve all our physical ailments sooner yeah. or later. Yeah, man. Won't it? Mm. Mm. Uh, that guy in the clock. Oh, right, okay. Oh, that guy with his hallows. <laughs> uh, Doctor Strange. The deathly hallows, man. Oh, right, okay. God, Alan Rickman. <laughs> he comes for us all. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know the lore, do you? The Harry Potter lore. Um, the Deathly Hallows, do you? I am the lore. I can't even remember what happens in the Deathly Hallows. The is, de- that, is that the end book? Yes, it's the last book. The Deathly Hallows is a wizarding folktale that mothers tell their kids around oh, the fire yeah. in, in Hogwarts land. Right, okay. And it's a story. It's like a fable of three brothers trying to cross a bridge and they cheat death. Oh, I do remember this now. In yeah, the book. so there are three Deathly Hallows. One is the Elder Wand yes. that death creates yeah. for the first brother. One is the Invisibility Cloak. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, which Harry ends up with. He's got. from his dad. Got, yeah, got. And the other one is the Resurrection Stone. Yes. Speaking of which, I haven't fired our Resurrection Stone up. Oh, that makes sense. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just uh, speaking off air about RFK Junior. RFK Junior. His appearance on Joe Rogan. Yeah, yeah. Um, you started listening to it. Yeah, I think I'm, it I think I'm a, I think I'm an anti-vaxxer now. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I've listened to one one three one two hours of a three-hour podcast and don't become one of those. I'm against clean people. I'm against all kinds of vaccines now, <laughs> and I think they cause uh, autism. Um, what else do they cause? Uh, all kinds of stuff. Do you wonder why we can't put this on YouTube? <laughs> you just heard within the first minute. It's allowed on Spotify. I've seen clips of it on uh, Well, he's YouTube. been on it on Spotify, hasn't he? It's still there. Joe Rogan's yeah. num- numero uno over there. So, yeah, you can mm-hmm. say it on audio. It's just YouTube with the, right. the pesky terms that restricts your your yeah. tongue. Yeah. They'll relax it soon. I think the others have started relaxing them with their Facebook and... I think they already have um, <clears throat> changed some of the restri- restrictions. Um, mm. Moving at the moving at the speed of science. <laughs> <laughs> no, as uh, a science incarnate Anthony Fauci once said, mm. "I am the science. Don't yeah. disagree with me. I am the science." Wow! Did he say he is the science? He said, "I am the science." <laughs> in a interview or That's a press conference, some big, big balls. 
yeah. is that like Ozymandias? King of Kings? Yeah. I am Ozymandias, King of Kings. <laughs> I was just thinking of, uh, what's it called? That comic book. Uh, Watchmen. Yeah, the Watchmen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Ozymandias, he's one in there as well, basically. The yes. uh, the toughest and baddest. Well, I suppose Doctor, whatever his name is. What's he called? Doctor Massive Blue. <laughs> Six Blue Balls. Doctor Manhattan. Doctor Manhattan. Doctor Manhattan, yeah. yeah. Um, he's my favourite. Yeah, obviously. He's naked a lot <laughs> of the time in there. Said he's my favourite. Okay. <laughs> Goes, does he not go and live on the moon or something? Yeah, because he gets pissed off with humanity. <laughs> he does, doesn't he? And all a he, bunch of jerks. And he, um, he just gets massive and small and... Um, lays waste to Vietnam, basically. Yeah, what else are you going to do when you're a big blue nuclear mm. guy? Yeah. It's good. I've, I've never watched it, The Watchmen. No? No. Just read the book. Read the comic book. No, thanks. <laughs> Why? I don't think I'd find it that much use. I think you would. <coughs> you would. Is it's it a graphic lessons. novel? Is, Is a... there actually something to read? Yeah, yeah. It's a graphic yeah. novel. Yeah, it's only about this big. Right. Who watches The Watchmen? Exactly. Is there a good moral to it? Is that yeah. why it's worth mm. reading? Like, so, it's, so is it a cautionary tale? I would say so. Yeah, yeah. there's some in there. Humanity's hubris. It's, well, it's supposed to be, in in its own right, I think it's supposed to be a, a brilliant p- piece of literature. Right. Oh, well, I'll take your word for it then. Mm-hmm. Probably snag one off eBay, eh? Who's you can borrow guy? mine if you want. No, have you I've got it? Just... Have you still got it? No, I haven't still got it. <laughs> How long will it take to read, do you think? Oh, um, like a few days. A couple of days. I yeah. don't think. Yeah. Bring it next week, then. I'll try and remember. I'll do it once I've finished the real Anthony Fauci. Okay. I'll jump on to uh, the Watchmen. Yeah. Who watches the Watchmen? Well, that's that's uh, it. President Nixon, I think, in the comic book, <laughs> isn't it? Isn't yeah. it? I can't remember. I'm not a crook. <clears throat> There's a sequel, four more years. That's not the sequel. There is a sequel um, to it. What is, is it? it? Doomsday Clock. Oh, I don't know. I, never, I didn't know. Yeah. Who's the author? Is that beardy guy? Scraggly hair beardy guy. It, uh... Grizzly Adams? <laughs> no. Comic. Is it the guy. dude? Oh. D- Darabont, is it? No. No. Frank. Uh, don't know. Frank Zappa. <laughs> Frank Darabont. Yeah. Is it not the same person who did. Miller? No. Frank Miller, is it? No, someone else. Is that the Batman? The like Dark Knight? Sin City. Yeah. Sin City yeah. guy, Frank Miller. Right, okay. I don't know. I can't uh, remember. I wouldn't, I can't. God, that was tucked away in the mind palace. That was, <laughs> in, the, that was in the loft, that. Oof. That was in the loft under a roll of insulation. <laughs> Frank Miller wrote Sin City. I say right. I don't know. Is it mean? I've not read any graphic, never read a graphic novel. Oh, there's some really good ones. I've got some that aren't related to superheroes at all. Some of the best ones are just like, about some guy wasn't life. wasn't three hundred the Spartan thing mm. a graphic novel originally? I think so. so yeah, yeah. See, so you don't know what you're missing out on. The thing is, you can't rely on things like that for learning history. <laughs> it's like <laughs> no. documentaries. I watched a I watched a doc, uh, well I watched a Netflix documentary, so I know all about Chernobyl and what happened now. No, you don't. You know shit. You've been told a story. Yeah. You know, documentaries are highly suspect in my view. You need to, what you need to do is go there, touch the reactor for yourself, and then you'll understand. Yeah, yeah, sure. First hand. Did RFK talk about Chernobyl at uh, on Joe Rogan? I 
don't know. I'm, not, I'm about two hours in, so. No, it was Isn't someone that... else talking about nuclear energy. It might have been, might have been Jordan. Okay. <laughs> might have been Peterson. Same oh, one. boy. <laughs> <laughs> yep. What was he saying? Uh, how many people died at Chernobyl? Oh, right, okay. Was it eight or 26? I think it was something like that. Those guys I, I think it was overblown, the cool. Chernobyl That's, disaster. It's a big shout. It's a big shout from Amish Phil. And uh, we should be adopting nuclear energy on mass on a mass scale. Well, it's, I want to like see nuclear-powered flying cars, as I was promised in the year 2000. By the Jetsons? <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, it seems a, a reasonable thing. Especially, I've heard, heard great things about these miniature... Uh, Nuclear yeah. reactors, the modular ones. Mm. Yeah, considering I know next to nothing about them, those ones sound good. Yeah, smaller the better. I mean, it's yeah. clean, isn't it? Nuclear energy, it's clean. You've got the the uranium to get rid of at the end, the process. Yeah, yeah. but you just put it in the ground for. A That's what it says. You just not even that. You just you just put them in these concrete caskets or whatever it is, and yeah, uh, yeah just leave them. That's well, what they uranium do here. Recycling bins. You so. leave them. You leave them in the ground until you figure out something better to do with them. <laughs> <laughs> Someone else will come along. <laughs> yeah, big sign. Nuclear waste down below. Well, dig we... once you've figured out what to do with this shit. Because <laughs> uh, oh, there was a patent, wasn't there, for someone using that waste to make a battery? They made a battery using that waste. Was it too powerful and efficient? <laughs> <laughs> he mysteriously died in a light uh, aviation <laughs> accident. Uh, on a Segway. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> Why, he's one of those submarine uh, doofuses. Well, he's one of those uh, free energy guy. Oh, the guys who died in the submarine. Probably, yeah. Probably. <laughs> he was a fusion reactor uh, investor. I don't know he's... about that. Um. I don't know, I was going to say something then, really profound, but it's gone. <laughs> that always happens, doesn't it? Yeah. 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 It's like when you think of the perfect joke to say the next day after <laughs> it was required. <laughs> In the middle of the night. Yeah. Out of bed. <laughs> yeah. Happens sometimes, that, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. What have you brought? What you, oh, I thought you were playing with an elastic band there, but it's your drawstring from your shorts. Uh, Converse yeah. shorts, no less. Stained comp. <laughs> I've had a stain on the pocket for a year now that won't come out. One of my favourite raccoons t shirt is a white one and it's got some sort of brown beer stain on the back that just will not shift. No, yeah, that's the, that's the issue with these. It's like baked in now, part of the short. It's more stained than short. <laughs> yeah. I've got one on the left leg and one on the right leg. Right. Do you ever get lost in the creases of your shorts <laughs> and just imagine? I've never been that high. Sure, you're just wow. part of a molecule <laughs> of your shorts, no. 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 I finished Doors of Perception. Uh, yeah. Overrated. <laughs> that's, that's my review. I read three quarters of it and it stayed like that for uh, yeah, two years, uh, I think. You know, it's, it's kind of, uh, I wouldn't say lame, but. Not great. I was expecting something pretty special because of the reputation that it has yes. and how influential it was. And uh, it's, it's like um, that Cosmic Serpent is a far better and more interesting book. It's, it made me, uh, it gave more a sense of wonder, the Cosmic Serpent, <laughs> than the uh, the trippy one. What's it called? Doors of Perception. Mm-hmm. 
You got sucked into the hype. Yeah, and we're not wanting to get sucked off by the hype. <laughs> I wonder how many books you're going to read to have that happen. <laughs> a thousand. Is it exactly a thousand? Yeah. Bill, you're probably there, right? Nowhere near. You know? It takes a long no. time to read. Like, you know? uh, <laughs> my average is like 25 books a year. Oh, you've got to read them, not just have them. <laughs> <laughs> I've got more books in here than I will ever be able to read, <laughs> I probably. I was thinking that. Although I've read a few, quite a few. But uh, it keeps on growing. That's the problem. I, get, yeah. I pick books up quicker than I can get through them. You want to get chat GPT. To read all these for you and give you like a one paragraph <laughs> summary. summary, yeah, of each one. Oh dear, if <laughs> <laughs> you're right, you could just have one book. Yeah, this is everything. <laughs> dear, dear, dear. <laughs> Look, this is one book, and how many post-it notes in there? Well, you started taking notes, didn't you? <sighs> you know, you can't boil that down into a paragraph. Yeah, you can. The thing is, with books, is different people take different things from the book. We can both read, or uh, all of us read the same book and take different things from them, different interpretations. So, uh, yeah, I don't think we can rely on the AI to to uh, be able to preserve knowledge. No. Now... Useful tool, but not the be-all and end-all. That's it. It's a tool. A very useful tool in certain mm-hmm. situations. It's like the uh, the art one, mid-journey. Yeah, the art one's um, I'll tell you what, though. Sometimes it's just not as good. It's like um, when I do the artwork <coughs> for the YouTube thumbnail, I find a picture of who's coming on and then cartoonify them <laughs> to a, one degree or another. Click. And then um, I put that on the uh, like the background, whatever the background thing, like a starscape or a fabric or something like that. And then I add a layer mask and use a, a brush, a paintbrush, and then an airbrush to remove the background of the photo. Yes. So the, the individual is sort of cut out. And it's it can be laborious. Yeah. I mean, I get, I get quicker each time I do it. I can do it quick now. Uh, I found a... Uh, a website it's like removebackground.com whatever right. and you get an image like I did put it in and it'll chop out the background like that and often it does it accurately but there's just something missing it doesn't quite look right I think the way because of the way I cut the I, I paint the background out maybe it leaves a certain haze almost imperceptible haze around the, the subject which it's just harsh like when the, the computer, right, when the AI website does a, a remove background, it's like a real harsh, it's like it's taking a pair of fucking scissors around it like that. Like It's hard to explain, but there's but something missing there. There'll be feathering on your digital brush. Are you using yeah. GIMP? Or GIMP, Photoshop? yeah. There's a lot a of mag- fucking around. <laughs> with Isn't that there a magic eraser on um, GIMP, like Photoshop? I don't think so. No, oh, okay. No, I have to. I, I use a layer mask underneath, and then I paint it out. And it is feathered. I do feather it with the airbrush. You see, hmm? but yeah, I don't know. I think it's quite dumb yet. AI. I don't think it's that smart. That's, yeah, so it's infancy, isn't it? Very much so. Do you ever use it? Used any AI yet? 
It's around with chat GTP. I've asked it some questions. Um, it's fun to do. But it doesn't, yeah. Just like standard stuff. I already knew that. Asked it. I think I've just asked it silly stuff. Like, we're not necessarily silly stuff. What's the best way to treat depression? Oh. And it says like CBT or something like that. Um, which was interesting. Well, it wasn't really that interesting. It's just kind of stuff that just repeated stuff that I knew. I waited some. I waited some wonderment. <laughs> like I'd scrape something from the corner of the internet and say, "Do this." Yeah. And everybody will be healed. <laughs> you have to be very specific with your questions and tailor your prompts. Yeah, and people people even use one AI to yeah. write a prompt for another mm. AI. Yeah. yeah, I've heard that as well. Yeah, it's just like whatever. I, I uh, it's interesting them being incorporated into search, isn't it? I think Bing has ChatGTP incorporated now, and Google will put Barf on on Google <laughs> Bard. Sorry, on uh, chat G- on uh, Google Google search, but um, yeah, and then if you think well, maybe voice to thingy, so eventually you won't go to Google, type in a search term, and press enter. You'll just say, mm-hmm. "Google, find something for me," or "What do you think about this?" or "Who won the cricket?" Well, you can yesterday. do that. You can do that to a certain extent with an Alexa. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, again, I think Alexa's not a, technically a, an AI like ChatGTP and, and Barth, but they're being incorporated into the search, you see. I would imagine that it would be soon if it's not already there. I mean, you can ask it questions and it'll, and it'll say, I don't know the answer, or it'll just go, I found this on the internet. Yeah, whereas ChatGPT will spit out a conversational answer. God, have you heard about these OnlyFans models? I've heard of them. What's <laughs> Olive Pans? <laughs> I, think um, I saw a documentary on it. <laughs> there was one in particular. <laughs> on BBC Four. <laughs> there was one in particular. She was earning 60 grand a month. Fucking hell. On an AI version of herself. So she virtual was... girlfriend. So this, whoever she is, model, mm. or will, you, will be your virtual girlfriend. You download the app and it's something like 2p a minute. Something like that. It's like a microtransaction. And these guys pay to have conversations with this, the AI of the OnlyFans model. AI voice. You follow me? <laughs> yeah, sort of. That's but nuts. That's like uh, <coughs> 60K. Uh, Blade Runner 2040 <laughs> or whatever it was. 2044 million. Um, with the, the, they had an AI girlfriend and it was like a hologram. I yeah. can't remember what she was called. It was... What's her name? Is it Anna de Armas was the net as the actress, but um so it was this name like Sally or something. And she, you know Sally? She, she yeah. I don't, wait, wait, I don't know what it was like a name. <laughs> it just I was made say, who the fuck is yeah. Sally then? Thinking that was the song. But it was <coughs> Alice. Alice, huh? Alice, yeah. You would have had me as well. Yeah. Um but yeah, so that was like and it kind of attuned to your wants and desires, you know. Sporty. Yeah. Brunette. Athletic. <laughs> la, 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 la. Mm. Uh, Screw your freedom. And then, <laughs> and then, uh, uh, oh, sorry, with that, with the OnlyFans thing, I've heard that they've, I've heard of them using like chat farms in like China or Vietnam and they'll, and they'll pay. Oh, gosh. Because part of, apparently, 
when I've read about this OnlyFans um, <laughs> as a concept, um, they uh, what they do, or a large part of it, sorry, is the interaction with the fan. So if if you're like this girl who's making sixty grand a month, she must have like hundreds, if not thousands, of people messaging messaging her all the time. So there's no way, there's not enough (coughs) hours in the day for her to be messaging them all back. So they farm it all out. But apparently, in the in the OnlyFans community or whatever, um, that is yeah, that's um, that's frowned upon. So it's like they they don't like it if you're not having the interaction with the real person. Obviously, obviously. Um, but obviously, you know, when you think about it, I think it's pretty impossible to do that. So it's like it, they'll put, yeah. So they they farm it out to like. I didn't realize there was that level. I just thought people just posted uh, videos and that was it, and you signed up to. Well, uh, maybe like if you if you've got a following already, like I can't remember. There's that girl from Hollyoaks started one, isn't there? <laughs> yeah. So I don't know how big she. <gasps> Denise Richards. Yeah. Denise Richards has started an OnlyFans. Loads of them yeah. do it because it's just free money. Just put like, you know, like yep. that one from Hollywood. Oh, here's half a nipple. Yeah, like <laughs> five she, pounds. She posts basically stuff that she used to do in Loaded. Right. And she, well, she probably would have got money for the photo shoot from Loaded. But this, you know, she's making far much. But she says she's making more money from that than she makes from Hollyoaks. Than she ever did from Hollyoaks. They fired her, didn't they? Because she went on it. Oh, yeah, yeah. But like they were whoring her out basically to make calendars and all the rest of it, which are basically, you know, you see, I bought a Hollyoaks calendar so I could see all those girls in lingerie basically. So it's exactly the same concept, isn't it? Yeah, and the, the company that makes Hollyoaks is well aware of what they're doing, yeah, their they're hiring practices. Still have fired her because they're no longer making money from that. You know, you don't, you don't make a lot of money working mm. for someone else. No. So going to OnlyFans, and, mm. you know, you get a bigger piece of the pie, don't you? Yeah, exactly. Uh, pretty much, I think most of it, I don't know if it's like, a, a, I don't know, actually. There's a percentage that goes to OnlyFans, um, I believe, but I think it's a small percentage in comparison to, you know, perhaps for the other end. But sorry, going back to like the messaging thing, when you, so that's fine, isn't it? If you have like a, a following like her or Denise Richards, people know who they are. But I think if you don't and you're starting like from your council house in, you know, Blackpool or something, you've got to have that interaction and then you've got to get all these people right, yeah. paying, right, no, give me 200 quid and I'll send you a picture of my arsehole or whatever. Yeah, you've got to start with something <laughs> super weird if <laughs> yeah. not known. <laughs> yeah. Well, or that, or just, you know, you start off and then you say, right, you can have this for a tenner, this for 50, you know, yada, 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 basically. And then once it's built up and you've got hundreds or thousands of people paying you every month, then you can um, get rid of it or whatever. But If there's anyone out there who's into manky size 12 feet, <laughs> I'd happily start a... I was going to say, why myself. don't we have one? Why don't we have an OnlyFans? Oh, I know, yeah. Robbie it, has one. Free money. Is it all about sex, OnlyFans? Or is it just no, the... No, why would it be? I think it's just... It's more of a... Someone wants some content off you. That's so. So you could do an OnlyFans podcast, right? Yeah. Where instead of um, most people who have paywalls, yeah. it's on their own website. Mm. So if you want to listen to X podcast, you have to go to our website through the paywall. 
or they use a surrogate like Patreon. Right. Yeah. What's the difference between Patreon and OnlyFans? Nice You're joining to become a member to get an, an exclusive piece of content. So mm. that's uh, but again, OnlyFans take a cut like Patreon and all the others. We'd be at the bottom of a very, we very could, big pile of tits <laughs> and ass. We could definitely uh, have a page, uh, Patreon, not Patreon, a uh, OnlyFans. Um, yeah. How we you could put like pictures of the studio in it. Yeah. And my yeah, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> For a hundred quid. How long will be behind? You have to pay. You have to pay for the uh, deluxe package for the pictures of Phil's asshole. <laughs> you could say, <laughs> we're going to post this unless you pay us a hundred pounds. To keep it off the internet. Yeah. Keep the money flowing. How it started, the premise apparently was... Um, <laughs> what, did, you, did, you do a, did I do a... Thingy then. No, I was just going to say we should be asking for pic- dick pics. <laughs> and I thought, no, it's the other one. The other kind. Nudes. Send <laughs> nudes. That's <laughs> a meme, isn't it? Send nudes. Um, yeah, this, that, is a me- that, is, that is a meme, Grandad. <laughs> Don't send any dick pics. <laughs> <laughs> it started for like, um, the idea was musicians. So, like, musicians don't make any money when they're starting off. So you would put your, you would do, uh, like, live shows or yada, yada, yada. Live show is yeah. a different meaning on OnlyFans Well, now. no, that's what it, well, yeah, that's <laughs> what it was originally. And, like, your songs and all that. And people would subscribe Hang to Hang on you. a minute while I get my sheep in here to 2030. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, what happened over the pandemic, especially, apparently, is that... Um, People started just putting, yeah, like porn stuff on it. And the guy's like, he, obviously, that he's been attacked for it. He's, but he's making so much money as a website. It's growing exponentially or whatever. Then, you know, he's never going to How many How many women it? do you think are in Teams meetings in in one window and they're doing live shows on their OnlyFans in another window? Probably a lot. Like people working from home. Mm. Yeah, you would think. Make a bit of extra mm. business sense. Mm. What's it um, cost? I don't know. Is it like a monthly? Uh... So what I've seen is, yeah, like so. Some of it, some people put stuff on for free, right. and then Idiots. there's like, yeah, there's a free banding. <laughs> so you're in, Ben. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. No. So and so then it's Yeah. Get you hooked. And then I'll charge you the big... <laughs> and then... Books. And then it's like just on bandings. And I don't know what you get with the bandings because, you know, I don't pay for anything. Um, so, especially when you have the internet. So, uh, yeah, like, I don't know. It ranges from, like, $5 to, like, $50, $100 or, you know, year you subscriptions. Name, you name your price then. Take it. Well, it's got band... Well, the ones I've seen have got bandings on it you know so you know like patreon yeah and then like the the more you pay the more asshole you see yeah yeah i guess i don't know closer closer yeah. in i mean some of the stuff you know, like the documentaries i've watched bits and pieces about it oh, i'm gonna say on only fans <laughs> yeah people put documentaries up all oh, right well maybe they probably do well yeah. let us know um if you have any suggestions for what content we could put on only fans there's a lot of this studio that people haven't seen yeah Mm. You could do like a square meter photograph at a time. Mm. Pixels, yeah. You could collect. 
collect all the images. You do. And have a full. Oh gosh, I wouldn't know. 3D how model. To, I wouldn't be able to do that. That sounds hard. No. I don't know because you. Yeah, I'd have to. Some software would have to do that. Some AI will do it. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, <laughs> and you could probably do. Could you do the ceiling and floor and make it a three D immersible experience? <laughs> you probably could. Yeah, get a three hundred and sixty degrees camera. Crappy VR, VR headset. No, I said get one. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like dear. And then uh, you know, just surely you can just do it with photos. Yeah, and piece it all together. Yeah, like six photos. That wall. That wall. <laughs> that wall. That wall. Roof ceiling. Yeah, and then make a a three D uh, like um, diorama holodeck. <laughs> yes, how could you imagine? Pa- well, <laughs> what's that thing that Facebook? What the VR thing? Meta. Meta. I know it's called Meta, but what's the, the actual thing that you can put on your face? <laughs> Not Ocu- <laughs> I'm thinking of Oculus Rift, but they oh. bought it, didn't they? Yeah, it's they Meta- bought Meta Oculus. Quest now. Is that what it's called? Right, okay. So apparently, one of my wife's friends has got one, and she has got into it. And there's a community, like you know, like World of Warcraft. There's Second a community. Um, yeah, and. What they do is they go somewhere, like on a holiday, and do this, like take pictures with the three, but they use a three hundred sixty degrees camera, film it all, and then you go, you go like in your living room, you go and walk around the, I don't know, the Colosseum or um, wherever they've been, basically down a beach or a nice place, a massive cave in Vietnam or wherever it is, right. or Laos. If you're like completely paralyzed or bed bound in another way or stuck in a house, that's a great way of seeing the world. Yeah, absolutely. There, yeah. there are all sorts of virtual tour, tours on YouTube or on mm. different uh, museum websites you can do. Mm. Like you can do tours of the Colosseum, like you said, and mm. they're, they're pretty. I've done a couple. I'd like to do more of them. It's quite good because I, I don't think I'm ever going to go to exactly. You know, it's Peru. <laughs> There's only so much time, isn't there? Yeah. Like, there's so You're much never going to go to Peru. I, can, I think I'll, I'll if there was, it If now. there was one person in this room who was going to go to Peru, <laughs> <laughs> it would be you. No, not I'd fancy, never go to Peru. Not fancy Lima? I like Lima's. I like mm. little monkeys. Is, is the Nazca Lines in Peru? Is that Chile? It's Peru. Is it? Yeah. The Pampa. The Pampers. The Pampa, it's called. The Pampers. No, Pampa. Yeah. Lake Titicaca. Lake. Do the uh, the standard march to, what's the one on top of the hill? Machu Picchu. Machu Picchu, yeah. That's mental, that. It's in the photos of that place. It's in the mountains. Yeah. That's where they escaped to, wasn't it? Where'd when... they get all the, like, can you imagine the labour involved in getting all those stones up there? into this remote mountain citadel it's incredible we thought they were going to die didn't they so. it's like um there's some um oh gosh what they call where monks used to live monasteries, monasteries. <laughs> yeah monasteries Mon- a monkstry the uh some of the monst- monastery citadels <laughs> from uh, oh yeah those are crazy aren't they the ones that are built on like yeah. into sheer cliffs yeah yeah you've seen them they're absolutely astounding yeah mm. So what what do we in... do now? Modern man. Do you know? Um, it's shit, isn't it? I watched... Wembley. 
I watched a clip on, uh, I think it was, was an old episode, but it was an old episode of Joe Rogan when Brian Cox was on it. And he said something along these kinds of lines around, you know, it used to take whatever, a, a hundred, at least 100 years to build a, a cathedral and it would never get done in your lifetime or whatever. And there's a, been a loss. Everything's got done. We do things far quicker, don't we? We can't struggle to conceptualize things that are, are not going to be done within sort of like a, a few years or a decade at a push. HSTs are. <laughs> well, <laughs> I could see him looking in the corner of his eye waiting 150 to say, years <laughs> to complete. And they've given up on like two thirds of it as well, haven't they? Yeah. Is it just going to Leeds now? I don't even know. No, it's not going it's to Leeds. Birmingham, isn't it? And crew or something. Well, we knew this is why this was going to happen. That's why they always were going to start it in London. Houston to King's like, Cross and then they'll just end. The logical <laughs> thing to do was to start it in the north. Yeah. So that the north gets the benefit the soonest. Mm. And you... you you couple it up to London. That's the last thing you do, because mm. they were the you know they were talking about this. It was all this northern powerhouse yeah, rhetoric, yeah. and we're gonna we're gonna eliminate this north south divide. Mm. And they started building it in London to Birmingham. You think, yeah. well, we know the we know the thunder cunts, don't we? <laughs> yeah, you know, bunch of lying cunts. But anyway, Parliament to Lancaster Castle. <laughs> he said, basically, so a scientist said, or I don't know what he was. Maybe he worked for NASA or something. He said. We could build, uh, you know, like a Voyager and send it to Alpha Centauri and it'd take 100 years. But nobody wanted to do it because it would take 100 years. Yeah, you wouldn't see the... Results, the, yeah. yeah. You wouldn't. You, so like NASA, you know, those beautiful pictures that it sends back or whatever. Those CGI pictures. Oh, God, that's, did, I, did I put one in? The element. My wife's got into that now, about <laughs> space being fake and gay. Space is fake and gay. And some of the stuff on it. She needs to check out. If you're listening, I'll, or if you're not, I'll, I will send you a link tomorrow. There's a guy called Bart Sibrell right. who wrote a book called A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Moon. Right. And, uh, yeah, he's like uh, the go-to guy for moon landing is fake. But some of the stuff... Um, there's like one with Tim. There's definitely ones with like you can see wires and they're spinning around on wires. The and, space station one. Yeah, there's loads. Um, she, I've put in. I think I put in the element, and it was like a TikTok video, and it had like ten clips of stuff. Um, where there's like people attached to wires, people on blue screens, and it going funny, and then like people yeah. dropping stuff. Yeah, and it goes thud, <laughs> and then they're floating like this. It is weird. It's interesting. I mean, you know, mm. how, we just take it for granted. Mm. These people wouldn't lie to us. No. No. Why none you... of us know. The three of us have no, no. can possibly know whether the <coughs> space station is fake or gay. Or both. <laughs> or uh, real and straight, I guess, yeah. would be the opposite. Mm. So uh, the question's always there, isn't it? Mm. Unless you sort of see it with your own you eyes, it's it. hard. Well, you can see. You see a white light yeah. traveling very fast. Yeah, there's some photos of it transiting the sun, which I'd quite like to do one of them myself. Um, well, go onto the space station whilst it transits the sun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, take a photo from Earth. Oh, right. Okay. Let's see it. Because it's quite, it looks quite cool. What, is it, could it not just be like something in low orbit that they've put to the right ratio? <laughs> It's just like in the upper atmosphere. It's well, actually it's three feet away. <laughs> no one's. I don't think anyone's seen it with the real eyes. They've just seen photos of it. 
It's, just, it's yeah, easier to photo. If I take a photo of it. When it happens? Yeah. 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 I'd like to do that. That would be a good, a good proof. Would you accept fake. that as proof? I'll give it a no. go. I'd like no, to. because you can fake that. <laughs> okay. Anything's fake. I'm part of the uh, Illuminati. No, no, you've you've taken a picture of the Uh, fake thing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's doing a one-eye hand signal like a Satanist. Oh, right. Looks looking Satanist. I thought you meant like that Tom Crenshaw, whatever he's called. Chupacabra. Who's he? Is he called something Crenshaw? He's got like one eye. He's like a senator or a governor or something. Oh, gosh, yeah. yeah. He wears a patch pirate style. He does, yes. Why? Um, because that, he's probably the got folks. a gross eye hole. Yeah, I don't, he's, he's, he's not got an eye. Right. Would you get a glass eye if you lost an eye? Oh, I don't know. I'd maybe just have a cool patch like him. I think I'd use it for storage. <laughs> <laughs> Would you not have... Moving on. Um, <laughs> he wears a jet, a jet black patch on his eye. He does, yeah. Right. Would you not use a skin tone coloured eye patch? No. So if you he, weren't playing on it, I don't for know. It, it, well, that's something. the thing, isn't it? So it's part of his brand. It's a hundred percent part of his brand. I don't know how he's lost his. Um, is he not a vet? Well, this is what this is what the assumption that I made that he's like a vet. Some kind. It's an it's a war injury, but he might have just had an infection and oh, had to have I his eye he taken. Went, like out. a cat scratched him or something. When you said, "Is he a vet?" Or was he a vet? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he tried to mug the wrong person. <laughs> um, no, but yes, but it's definitely it is definitely just part of his his brand. I his think. Stick, yeah, yeah, yeah. To have this patch, he's the patch guy, isn't he? It, I mean, it makes him outstanding. Exactly, it does in it? the political sphere. Yeah. <laughs> it's the only one with a fucking pirate patch on. Yeah. And that's important for building your brand, your public yeah. awareness, and your campaign. Yeah. So yeah, it's smart. Yeah, you should you should wear a black patch. Maybe get a bigger one. Put some LED lights in it. Yeah. If you were a young politician, would you considering gouge? <laughs> would you consider gouging an eye out for political gain? He can't. It's been done. <laughs> do both. You need to come up with something else. You need to do something do else. Patches. Chop your nose off. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's the nose guy. <laughs> All question time again this week. That's I remember crazy. him last time. It's <laughs> <laughs> it a bad questions. one, that isn't it? It's a bad one when you lose a nose. Is it? A, I didn't know it was a common thing. Well, you get cancers, you cancers, cancers, don't you? Yeah. Nose cancer. You can yeah. get uh, really good prosthetics that kind of magnetize. I've seen them in Toys R Us. Usually attached to a pair of glasses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something that the NHS approved. <laughs> yeah. I I had to wear a patch for a while when I was a little tiny kid. Oh, yeah. I remember going to the hospital especially. Did you have like wonky eyes? A turn in my eye. I had Did a turn you? in my eye when I was, well, it, it finished when I was about four or five, I think. Right, okay. I had to go periodically. I remember going a couple of times and having to wear a patch for a certain amount of time. Yeah, lazy eye. Yeah, I think they dropped me on the way out. <laughs> it's a boy, bang, on the floor. Can you remember going for that? I remember going for it, yeah. Maybe t- once or twice. Right. I think I used to get a sticker, you know, get a sticker for being... Uh, mm. That weird eye thing's eyes. not come back, has it? <laughs> what, what? The weird eye. Do you remember the weird eye thing you had? Other than that weird oh, eye gosh, thing. Oh, gosh, yeah. I had... Uh, God, what was it called now? It had a weird name. 
It's called Weird Eye Disease. Second Sight. Yeah, I but... remember when his pupil went all funky. Yeah. 21 it was. 2021. Right. It was after the, the lunacy. That was the stress of the... The Soviet Union. <laughs> it could well have been, yeah. It's an autoimmune thing. It was an it? autoimmune, apparently, yeah. Yeah. Was, yeah. And basically, the the black bit in the middle of your eye is that the pupil? Pupil. It's uh, it started expanding, and yeah. it ended up going into a weird shape. It's sometimes described as flowering because it looks like a flower head. Right. And it took up basically the entire of the coloured bit face. of your eye, iris, my face. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, I thought I'd better go to hospital. Do you know that's a sphincter muscle, your iris that contracts and it's the sphincter. You have three sphincters. Uh, isn't the, is there not one in the gut as well? Oh yeah, Another sorry, one. four feet. <laughs> isn't it when your that stomach? The, yeah, that's one what at I the meant, top. Yeah. yeah, one at the top. And one yeah. at, your duodenum, <laughs> and one at the bottom, your arsehole. <laughs> <laughs> What's special about sphincters? sphincters? What's special about sphincter muscles? What can, do they do that they can, that others don't? They can control the size of an aperture. Is that the thing? Is that right? So, like, same with your the iris. Is the iris a sphincter then? Yeah, the iris. Yeah, the iris. Irises, sphincters. Yeah. It's often sh- depicted as like a shutter, isn't it? Like a round shutter. Like oh, a camera. Don't yeah. get me started about it eyes. Controls the amount of light that comes in. Yeah. Is it? Absolutely. God, I'm exactly flashback to Mr. Greenway biology. Was it Mr. Greenway? Green all. Green all, yeah. He got he got <laughs> fucked off with us chucking chalk at each oh, other. Oh, I still think Ugh. about that, you know, that shaming he gave us. <laughs> really? Yeah. It's funny. Well, it worked. Yeah. Did maybe. you not have Mr. Seed? No, never had him, unfortunately. You were really B you were B band. I was M. Oh, yeah. M one. Yeah. I thought you must have been B for sciences. No. I didn't think we were in the same I remember being in the no. same class for English. Yeah, in history in my history class. <laughs> I didn't really go to history. <laughs> That was the main thing that started me bunking off was his. Yeah, I was doing a double page spread. <laughs> double page spreads. I still think about that. Oh yeah, yeah. I've got my book uh, somewhere <laughs> in the garage, and uh, you can see the downfall of my my disenchantment. My disenchantment with the education system is laid out in chronological order in those double page spreads. Because we started first year, yeah. I took his, we got we did history, and it was about double page spreads. And that's what it was. It was a two-page spread. Make it Sometimes nice and, you could nice and colourful. Yeah. Right. Six, so the first, eight. so the start of the book, double-page spread, double-page spread, yeah. four-page spread, four eight-page spread, sixteen-page yeah. spread, and it goes from fifty-fifty yeah, art uh, text <laughs> to essentially sixteen pages of text. Yeah. I was like, yeah, this is why I, I hated it because it's preparing you for writing your thesis. Yeah. It's, uh, it started off fun for me doing double page spreads because I was I quite artistic to it and I liked drawing. And then it just became uh, regurgitating text. That's how they get you. Dates. It's like, yeah, well, that's why I stopped going. Oh, okay. Stop going. I was fed up with it all. Could have gone to art college and been a dropout. Yeah. I was I was done with the education system by the age of thir- uh, 13 now. I've had enough by then. I think they were done with you as well, to be honest. <laughs> uh, well, it'd be fine. I wouldn't have gone if I didn't have to. 13, jeez. No, I didn't like high school. You all right? Yeah, I remember the lockers. I don't know. 
I think um, I think it's worked. From what I hear, it's worse <laughs> now. That's the other thing. I think they worked harder now. What what I feel than, than what we were. To what end? All the jobs are going to be AI controlled. Exactly. So you might as well just become an artist. Exactly. Um, the right idea, Phil. But I, yeah, I don't know. There's a again. It's like you've just been trained to sit in a cubicle, aren't you? There are no cubicles anymore. Everyone works from home. No, me and you work from home. Everybody else goes to the office. What? <laughs> so because Pret Manje uh, lobbied uh, government, didn't they, to get everybody back in? Oh, because no one was buying sandwiches. Yeah, it? that's a true story. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Pret. Well, I well, Alan Sugar. Alan Sugar was lobbying for that as well, wasn't he? Well, the, uh, Elon Musk said, you know, wants everyone to work in the office as well, doesn't he? Um, you know. They'll probably invest huge amounts of money in mm. offices and property. In I think towns. most places, or most um, reasonable places, do a mixture, don't they? If, if they want some office-based work, and it's like three days into at home is the most I've heard. I think it depends on the nature of the job. Mm. So, like, if your job is putting numbers into a spreadsheet, that's all you do. You, well, you don't need to be in an office. No, there's no yeah. communication needed. There's no, you know, you can do it there's anywhere. There's no soul. It. Well, well, it's, it's something you could do on the moon. Yeah, it wasn't faking gay. <laughs> right, but if you're part of a team, say you're in a marketing team, right, and you mm. and you and you're coming up with a campaign, Spitballing. Spitballing. campaign from a product, I yeah. can I can understand why management will want those people in the same room together because again it's going back to creatives creatives bounce off ideas off each other and something else comes out of it yeah can that be uh operated in a zoom meeting or a teams meeting i would argue not to the same extent maybe and so uh maybe i can see why some people would want people in the office for certain roles i think the atmosphere is different on on video calls or video conferencing yeah you don't know who's jerking off and who isn't Definitely. I was going to say, I have to wear trousers. <laughs> um, but I don't know. Yeah, probably for stuff like that, I would probably say, you know, you can't, can't beat going into a boardroom and beat yourself off in front of each other. <laughs> there's a few been caught, haven't there? Well, I think it's Doing become things. a thing now, hasn't I know, it, to I, make I it I mean, up. there's a lot of fake ones, but there is there was a, the, the famous uh, CNN anchor. Was that a CNN or MSNBC it was a it was a news reporter, or a journalist, or something, and he got caught with his pants down on Zoom. Right. It's definitely happened legitimately. Yeah, I'm sure it has. Yeah, um, you got to be tricky. I mean, there's been a few times when I've been in something like in a Teams meeting, but it's not been joined, and you know, I've been like talking and you know saying stuff and da 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 to like my wife or the kids or whatever and i've gone and fuck shit it's still open kind of thing oh, and if bad. they'd have joined but i suppose if i <laughs> if i send the invite i've got to Im- admit I've, I've got to admit them so that's my saving grace but it still makes me panic let's turn everything off when you're not in a meeting like Camera in the house <laughs> yeah <laughs> Oh, full China is watching us, and yes, Millennial Dan puts a sticker over his camera. My yeah, laptop has a, an inbuilt slider. Must have a privacy screen. I don't think mine does. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I use one of these when I'm not when I'm not using that webcam, so I just turn it off. Right. 
Yes, because, oh, well, it reminds me of that Black Mirror episode. Do you remember the episode with the young teenage guy? And, uh, oh, yeah, and the was, drone. The, uh, the drone, yes. yes. So he yes. gets, oh, uh, he's on his webcam tossing it off and he gets uh, an email from a, like oh, a yeah, Russian yeah. hacker. Yeah, yeah. You will do this or I'm going to post this to all your connections on your social media accounts, whatever. Mm. And it ends with him, it was like a, like a Hunger Games style yeah. running man episode where he's, he's isn't he forced to commit murder yeah, something like that it keeps getting spiral, ratcheted, ratcheted up doesn't it throughout the episode mm. so, which is terrifying I don't blame Dan for having for <laughs> putting sticky tape on his uh... yeah he's wasn't... a millennial <laughs> yeah yeah. I'm sure wasn't there a famous photo like an incognito photo taken of someone like Mark Zuckerberg or Dorsey with sticky tape yes. over their laptop it was Zucker. Zuckerberg Zucker. yeah yeah, well you would. That makes you know. I would imagine it, a lot of people are advised to do that who are high profile. Mm. Are you going to watch the uh, the the wrestling match between Elon and Mark? <laughs> God, that won't last long. Jiu-jitsu guy, isn't he? Yeah, jiu-jitsu he's robot, Brazilian. Destroy him. Yeah, he's got like ten years on him as well. Mm. It'll be yeah. a lot. He looks a lot quicker. Elon's overweight. Yeah, Zuckerberg is. is lean. He'll be quick. He's smaller. Gouge his eyes. They'll have him on the floor. Gouge his eyes. And... <laughs> Why did they not like each other? It was a joke, weren't it? Musk. What? What was it? Musk did. Ah, uh, I don't know. I don't know the background to it. Um... He challenged him basically. Musk challenged Zuckerberg to a that MMA a fight. I don't think it was like a real thing, was it? And Zuckerberg said, "Yep, time, place. That was it. Date, mm. place." He said. We, uh, I got my. I was saying as well before we did our change the subject. Um, we started the podcast. I got a burnt in the end of my nose at my uh, son's school's summer fair um, yesterday, and they had a medieval um, <laughs> first aid tent <laughs> reenactment group or whatever. You medi- what are they called? Those people that were laughers. Larpers. <laughs> what are larpers? Live action role play. Oh right, okay, yeah, it was them. <clears throat> but I don't know if you've ever seen them on Avonham Park. Have you ever been on Avonham Park and there's been people dressed up as... No, I've never seen it. 11th, tramps. 11th century. <laughs> no, those are the tramps. <laughs> 11th century uh, uh, soldiers or whatever. No. Wow. I didn't know there was a local reenactment, <laughs> battle reenactment group. Yeah. So Is that they, something you'd be interested in? How do in, I so? join? <laughs> Do you have to build my own armor? Can I, can, I, can I borrow something? We we got shouted at by a nerd. Um, he sounded like the comic book guy from um, The Simpsons. Yeah, right. So there was so they did some stuff. Said, "Oh, you know, this is how we dress a knight, and this is what a you know, a, this is what a, the peasantry would would um, um, wear." And my eldest son said, "That's a hoe. Um, he's got a hoe." Uh, and it a was, garden implement, and it was the. Uh, it, was, it was a spear, um, but that's a hoe. That's what you do with the hay. You hold the hay. Yeah, it's pretty good. But was... <laughs> oh, I'm just saying, you know, we're talking about the perfect joke. Yeah, and he said, he said he's got a hoe. He said, no, that's a wench. Yes, well, that's what I should have done. Um, and he would go, what? Um, <laughs> yeah, but y- your wife would have laughed, <laughs> yeah, no. and you inside. Um... <laughs> So they did all this reenactment, and then two of his mates came, and he was running around or whatever. They said, "Oh, you can you can play with the swords. You can go and touch the swords and the weapons." I went, right, okay. Are they real? They're sharp. 
No, they weren't sharp. They were blunt, but they were made of metal. Um, so we would, do, and then one guy was saying, "All right, uh, yeah, you just pick them up. Um, you know, just don't poke each other, or whatever." And then um, they were all like rounded, you know, no, no sharp edges or whatsoever. And then that guy must have wandered off. And then they were all just messing around with them, like the swords, you know, getting the weight of the side. Like some of the swords are the same size as them, same length as them. He comes over and goes, ah, excuse me, uh, can you ask before you use the swords, please? Um, don't put them on the floor. Don't do, we don't want them to rust, you know. Um, don't poke each other. And it's just like, come on, man. You want him to be interested in history. Be cool. Let him swing the sword around. I can't believe they had Karens in medieval times. Well, yeah, he was a Karen comic book medieval guy. You should have run him through, preserved your honor. I know. <laughs> there was clubs. I could have beat him to death with a club. Um, so, and there was wenches uh, in tents around the way. Intense wenches. Yeah. <laughs> And they were like chopping up apples. I'm listening. <laughs> my, uh, Tell me more about the wenches. My oldest son was particularly taken by a dagger. Um, he could sheath it and sheath it. You see, he had a sheath. Assassin's Creed. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it was good. He, he skipped over the wenches. <laughs> <laughs> they were fully clothed wenches and they had like, you well, know. Naturally. They must have been absolutely boiling the wenches and like, because he had the. You know, the skirts on. Velvet jerkins. Big wide things at the bottom. Yeah, they had that on. They had chain mail on some of them. The, the pa- wenches? The padding. The padding. And like the, and then something over the top as well, some of them. And some of them had helmets on as well. And it was like 26 yesterday, wasn't it? Wow. Oh, me, I know, yeah. Wow. And I had visions of, of like corseted buxomness yeah. mm. rather than chain mail. Although, having said that, <laughs> very heavy. Do you know how long it used to take to make a chain mail, like a jerkin? What's a jerkin? Like a ve- like a vest, like a t-shirt. Well, like what Grogu wears. Uh... Right, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Go on. How long? Where is he? It was ridiculous. I mean, I think it would. I think it would take a, a blacksmith over a year. Right. Maybe. It was a massive investment. Yeah, I would imagine. For the armour. Yeah. You know. Did you actually do anything? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, it's, yeah, I, I don't know where I was going with the Templars with that. <laughs> <laughs> what about the Rosicrucians? They normally come in. Yeah, having chain mail was like the, uh, a total luxury. It would be it like, like something millionaires had. What do millionaires have that no one else has? Bugatti, a super, a yacht. Submarines. <laughs> <laughs> Carbon fiber submarines. <coughs> you know, they, they bolted the, apparently they bolted the um, monitor into the side of the hull, like screwed in. I've, I've seen images, they're probably fake. The monitor? You know, the monitor, they had one monitor and one button and a fucking PlayStation controller to control it. It sounded dodgy as fuck, didn't it? I've read something that the, the <laughs> a guy got scared when he saw that... The, so it was like, it was on a raft, wasn't it? And then, yeah. it, and then it dived from a raft, the submarine. Um, and the, <laughs> I don't know if this is true, but he said that the raft was made from old scaffolding poles, apparently. Um, 
for you when you're paying like 250 grand it's 250 grand a ticket wasn't it um you'd probably want more than that wouldn't you it's, it's horrible when when they didn't know that it was instant death yeah i was like thinking I just mean just running out of your time with them. Right, so yeah. the initial story was that they had so many hours left yeah. there that yeah, it's missing. And it was because they was yeah. kept putting out this thing about them banging every half an hour. There was a noise detected every half hour um, intervals. And apparently, I don't know if this is true, but it was on uh, a reliable source, BBC, um, and it was fact-checked, um, that... Uh, when you're in the navy and if you're stuck somewhere like in a submarine, you're supposed to bang every half an hour, right? As loud as you can for three minutes and then stop. There must be loads of shit around <clears> the <throat> Titanic though that's clanging into you. Yeah, you, or just a bet, you know, a boy, a limping, a buoy, a buoy for the Americans. So, I've had a, a terrifying thought. Uh, you know, it was missing for ages, mm-hmm. and then they were banging for half an hour, and then there was the implosion. I wonder if that was a, a joint decision. No, it imploded on Sunday. It was like it was before they'd even they'd even started looking for it. Yeah, um, but they it, heard the banging every half hour. The banging well, this is else, yeah. So they kept putting this, oh, this story out. So apparently, this is the thing. James Cameron comes on the film director <laughs> after it had been announced. He said, "Yeah, I knew on Monday, the day it went, that it it, it imploded because it it heard from a source that the U.S. Navy had picked up a." A sound that sounded like a, an yeah. implosion. Yeah, but they didn't want to. No. Uh, yeah, I wonder uh, what else was happening during those sort of three, four days where that story was top billed. Often uh, oh, it was these Biden, th- wasn't it? Oh, Hunter Biden. Mm. Oh yeah, forgot about it. Yeah, you dump your filth in the media, don't you? We know the politicians use this tactic. Mm. That when something, a big story like this, which is sort of unrelated to the political world, comes about, it's a good time to get rid of bad news stories. Mm. They dropped that story about the Greece migrant ship with like 750 people on it and over 100 children trapped oh, in a hole. Oh, babies, wasn't there? Yeah, and stuff. To, to shift to five billionaires in a fucking death cigar. <laughs> yeah. Which is fucking stupid. Those guys... Like that, that <laughs> explosion, that implosion, <laughs> 0.3 seconds or less than that, like 30 microseconds. It's less than a blink of an eye. Yeah, apparently. But a whole fucking thing to to, to crush. Into what? And then, well, it crushes. And it, because that <clears throat> the pressure um, inside what it, whatever's left, the air of it, gets so compressed that it becomes superheated and just ignites everything flammable. So oh, you then wow, get a, an explosion. That's uh-huh. instantly quenched by obviously all the fucking seawater. Yeah. So all of this shit's happening in less than a blink of an eye. But the pressure on the sub is also the pressure on the body. So yeah. while that's happening, your whole body's just doing the same sort of fucking thing, and you just turn into human soup in less than it takes to <coughs> to Sneeze. you wouldn't, you wouldn't <laughs> register it. Be, yeah. And I was thinking, what the fuck happens to uh, your yeah. thoughts? Yeah. Then you, where the what? I mean, I know there's no answer, and there's no way we could ever know the answer, but mm. how does... I can't imagine something ending that quickly. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah. It's fucking mental. Mm. To think about, yeah, that it could just happen like that. Um, crazy. It's a good way to go. 
better yeah. than you know being stuck for four days with a yeah slowly tube full of shit piss. Yeah, there was a curtain, wasn't there, to have a poo behind? Apparently, <laughs> their, their toilet looked worse than ours in the front of the garage. It was pathetic. They were talking about would you know if if like one of them panics, yeah, starts hyperventilating, mm. would the others like choose to murder him to conserve <laughs> so the oxygen? Okay. It's so mental, and that apparently that that um, that doesn't work because of the decomp- decomposition. Exactly, of the body. that requires oxygen as yeah. well. So yeah, you'd have you're to... best keeping your friends alive. I oh. agree, <laughs> morally and practically. What yeah. happens if you murdered them and then ate them? Energy cannot to... be <laughs> cannot be created or destroyed. Yeah, it's staying in that sub. It's sucking the oxygen. Right. All you turd that you, you not trying to justify. Friends. So <laughs> I heard this story, and, and then subsequently, after my own research, decided it does no. Oh, way you don't do your own research, do you? <laughs> that, that, That's so unfashionable <laughs> these days. That would be be completely impossible, and, and depending on the depth, I suppose, actually, of the submarine. But so this guy, it was interviewing somebody who'd been on it previously, and they told a story to the, the occupants saying, if you go down there and you panic. You know, don't try and open um, <laughs> the door or whatever. But it was you were it, first of all, it was bolted on anyway. You were yeah, bolted into it from the outside. Um, and then he said they told a story about somebody opening a submarine hatch, and they opened it a little bit, and the pressure of the water that came through <laughs> cut them in half. Apparently, no, that's that's bullshit. You Urban myth. A, they all open yeah. out. <laughs> they all open out, then you can't. Well, yeah, that doesn't matter. By mistake. That bit, yeah, but there's that. But also the pressure, you just wouldn't be able to. You won't be able to. But yeah. if there was a crack, a micro crack, for a, for probably less than thirty microseconds or whatever, you could get a jet of pressurized water, and it would slice you in half, yeah, I suppose so. along with everything else, and then, yeah. and then you'd get the <laughs> thing. It's nuts. The worst thing I I read was they were they were speculating because they painted it white as well, which was fucking stupid because you couldn't see it from the air if you're looking for it. Oh, so, right. Like most submarines are orange or, or yellow, yellow or something, aren't they? Yeah. But apparently this thing didn't it didn't go all the way to the surface. It went up to about you know bobbed under, just oh, slightly right. under. So and then he pick it up with a crane or something on that floating scaffold. Um, <clears throat> nonsense but imagine being stuck not only not being stuck at the bottom you've managed to yeah to rise but you can't phone anyone no, or no, send yeah. that text or whatever they did every half an hour you can't get in contact with anyone to pick you up so you're stuck six inches from the surface of the sea you can't yeah. using your oxygen up and then just fucking dying you can't do anything yeah that, that was that did actually cross my mind as well as one of the stories wasn't it horrible nightmares last week yeah <laughs> It's so bad, isn't it? It is. So yeah, that's uh, that's not one thing I ever want to do. <coughs> no, I mean, James, apparently James Cameron's done it, but he does. He goes in the uh, in a spherical one, doesn't he? Yeah, apparently the pressure's equal and all. He said a tube is a stupid idea. I wonder how deep, like you know, the latest, like the the British ones that they've just built, the nuclear submarines. I wonder how deep they can dive. I don't think they go particularly deep you know um but james cameron your, your man cameron he's been down to the bottom of the mariana trench marinara trench yeah tomato-y. 
But yeah, that, I mean, that's the bottom of the, the sea. Like, yeah. in, and he's built, so he is a de facto quote-unquote expert in this, as well as, you know, making mm. shit films about bloody people. Um, but he's um, he's built his own submarines. He's done all kinds of right. stuff. So, yeah. What it. was that one made out of then? <clears throat> the, the spherical ones? Moon pies and penny whistles. Penny whistles, yeah. I don't know. Um, titanium, I think, is the is the material. No, unobtainium. Unobtainium. So it's not like uh, perspex. Not perspex. <laughs> don't think that last. Too weak. Diamond. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> diamond, diamond view. Diamond cockpit. You could get. You could, make, you could make. You could make a shit. Wouldn't you? you could make a diamond orb, and then you'd have to hollow it out. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, make a hatch. What cuts diamond? Diamond. Diamond. War diamond. Yeah, you'd have yeah. to get a massive... So you need to make a massive diamond. It's not beyond the realms of possibility. No, you, you needed your giant fucking lenses. Yeah, you do, don't you? That would melt the diamond. Yeah. Yeah, I think diamond is probably only slightly better than... Well, no, better slightly. than carbon fibre. Right, okay. But... For cheaper, but you won't be able to see anything. You can make a carbon, a carbon nano <coughs> tube sphere for, to have that equal kind of level of impermeance. So the other thing then is, you know, the 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 robot ones, they're not they're not circles. Well, they their <coughs> their components are built to withstand pressures that the human body cannot. I know it doesn't. The other thing is the risk is far lower, isn't it, when you're sending some little thing down there? Yeah. Um, the other thing I was thinking about was um, I like to wait to see how things turn out. If you apply some pressure, like Simo, well, it's like why would you not just put a lead on them? Like pull them up. Yeah, yeah. like an unruly dog. An umbilical. Umbel- yeah, umbel- like I suppose you know if you two in a wreckage, it would get snagged up, maybe, wouldn't it? Yes. How about just don't fucking sw- go around the wreckage? Go down and have a look at it. Tick, £250,000, thanks. Back up. I wonder how many how many dives had that one done? I don't know. That's something I've not found out. It'll come out in the uh, investigation, won't it? I know, yeah. I mean, five people have died. That that kid, he was like 19. It's his father and son, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, apparently. I don't know how true this is, but he was saying he didn't want to go and really? all that shit. Wow, that would be fucked up if that's true. But to be gone in a fucking blink of an eye, you just wouldn't know. Oh, look, a fish. <laughs> yeah, now I'm, the fish are eating me. Fuck, it's it's so, I can't, I can't. It's almost like when you think about the biggest things in beyond the universe. You yeah. think about the imperceptible nature of nature. It's yes. similar to that, going yeah. going down to how quick that is to completely destroy a physical presence and a, and i assume a you know a, whatever a soul is or consciousness instantly gone as well i can't i can't fathom it and yet 30 microseconds scientifically and in the grand scheme of nature is a fucking long time it can be i suppose yeah it's not like a plank length or whatever a cubit it's a bit smaller than a, yeah 12 parsecs. A <laughs> cubit of time. But yeah, it's, oh, it's so fucked. It's I know. So fucked. I know. It's mad that uh, 
but yeah, it's weird to think about how you can be there one second or one millisecond and 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 gone the next. I know. I mean, but when you die, isn't that kind of happening anyway? You you are alive right up to the point where you are no longer alive, mm-hmm. and that transition is is instant. Although the you know the decline from being alive and healthy to dead is is possibly a long time. <clears throat> well, the the sort of videos I've seen of people dying. Fuck man. Uh, well, I mean, like you know, snuff movies. No, sort oh. of like you know when people have been ill with cancer or in hospitals and stuff. Um, or I've seen people dying. I suppose in no, I haven't seen them die in hospitals. Actually, I've seen them close to death in hospitals. They're generally unconscious and breathing in a strange way and like (gasps) that kind of thing's going on so that's like that that, that's a very different that's like a slow decline isn't it yeah arrest or whatever um or you know brain dead or and then that's very different to just just the well it's it's the it's the violence isn't it yeah yeah you you when you die and you kind of the lights go off your body's kind of still there isn't it Mm. um with this, there's, there's, lit, I mean, there's nothing they can collect to bury. No. The other thing as well, um, well, the other thing it reminded me of in a in a strange kind of way is um, stories of people um, being executed by the guillotine, right? Um, because that's different, obviously, isn't it? But if you sever someone's head, some people think that you're alive for quite a while, right? Because obviously, you know, um, it would take, a, I don't know, how a minute, you've maybe got, longer to well, you've a, got a oxygen fixate. remaining in your brain, haven't you? So your, your higher exactly, brain yeah. functions are still going to be like, oh, what the fuck's going on? Why is there no oxygen coming in? Exactly, yeah. Crisis. Yeah. So, you, and is it, you know, there's this could be down to just kind of nerve action stuff and stories of people like blinking or like, you know, mouthing, can't talk, obviously, depending on where they're. And you wouldn't be able to feel anything necessarily. You'd be able to. Um, um, you probably, well, yeah, that's the other thing. Would you be able to feel the wound on your neck? I don't know. Well, I assume yes. Yeah. So that would be crazy in and of itself. That's, that's crazy. You but, don't get that with like a uh, where the brain is destroyed, though, do you? No. A bullet to the head. You know, you're not sat around blinking for a couple of minutes, mm. wondering what the fuck's going on. Mm. So I don't know. Maybe that's where consciousness resides in a in a brain after all. <coughs> what happens the other way, where your your body your body is fine, but your consciousness dies? That's brain dead, isn't it? You know, it's in the film. Well, yeah. So so about things like locked in syndrome as well. Mm. Well, that's different. That's that's where your body is not working, and but your mind is. Right, so you tr- your consciousness is trapped then. So the body has, in a in a way, sort of died from the mm. from the perspective of the consciousness. Well, it's the auto- would it be the autonomic nervous system when that shuts down? Your other aspects of your nervous system are still intact. So your breathing, your pulse, yeah. your your automatic systems are destroyed. That's what locked in system syndrome is it is it well no so your autonomic nervous system is like so you i think with locked in you maybe breathing would be a thing that sometimes are ventilated aren't they but quite Mm. often not i think it's uh, yeah it's more to do with um i I guess your more motor cortex i guess that would be the thing that would be the affected yeah 
Yeah, you can imagine someone taking a head injury or being in a car accident or something and having that certain part of the brain damaged mm-hmm. and then losing all sort of motor... Fun- it's motor neuron disease, not the same thing. Similar thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you, like, your consciousness is there, but it's just, yeah, you... You know, like Stephen muscles. Hawking, he, he, he didn't need to be ventilated mm. or have a pacemaker, as far as I understand. It was his sort of external... It starts with your yeah, extremities yeah. and then... When he started, but towards the end, he had that, that chair kept him alive. He did have a ventilator. Sidebar, I've I've seen that chair. It's in what museum is it in? Did it smell? The fuck, it was behind glass. Couldn't smell it. I asked, but but yeah, no, it had it had all these all these life support oh, systems. Right. Okay, I didn't know that. Pretty, uh, really? Yeah. Wow. So he was on a. Because as far as I remember, I don't remember seeing him with a feeding tube or an He had the tube in his way. mouth, didn't he? But I assume that was for... Uh, it's controlling his yeah, computer for part yeah. yeah. He had... A, what I heard, this is, you know, I didn't know about life support, whatever. He had a, a, some control over a muscle under his eye. Mm. Under his eye. And uh, that's the uh, handmade... Yeah, I got that, yeah. Um, and he did his writing with that, didn't he? That's mad, isn't it? Yeah. So his consciousness was well there, still yeah. there, trapped mm-hmm. in his body. Mm-hmm. When, when, as far as I'm aware, there's never been a scenario, and listeners prove me wrong, where there's been a tale of consciousness being removed from a person, unless that's unconsciousness, like its very nature. Just Where does your consciousness go when you're unconscious? Then it gets shut down, doesn't it? Yeah, that's what nobody knows. And why it comes back again? <laughs> why does it come back? Yeah, there's a trigger there, isn't it? When when you wake up, and there's this area, interesting uh, period in between consciousness and unconsciousness when you yeah. wake up, where delirium often you have things like lucid dreams and things mm. like that, happening. or being delirious, like a crossing, like a boundary. You can damage your brain, can't you, and change your personality. And yeah. Personality is a yeah. is an important aspect you of consciousness. A, you could have yeah. a, a fake hand grafted on and get some personality <laughs> through that. Have you heard the stories of people who have had organ, League of gentlemen. organ organ donations? I've heard the organ donation ones. You get, you get um, a heart transplant or a liver transplant, mm, and, of, and you, all of a sudden you start speaking in a different language. Yeah. What? You learn different languages that the donor had. That's that happened with That's the first brain curious. transplant, though. No, because consciousness be doesn't thing. reside in here. It's throughout you. It's well, in your gut. That's what we're it's in your gut yeah. biome. It's everything. It's in every cell. It's probably uh, fractal. It's so probably if you're buried fractal. under a tree. Does it go? Can't into wait the till tree? next week. You know. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, what's something next week? <laughs> Tomorrow, the title of next week's show is. Uh, Trans and transdimensional plasma consciousness. Uh, I was just reading a book about that. Oh, oh, um, your man with the hat. No, the uh, sack. Yeah. The man with the sack. No, I was just joking. Oliver and his sack. It was so improbable. I thought it would be a joke, but um, no. no. Wow, that sounds. I'm going to say interesting. Doctor so, Greg Little. Sorry, go on. So were you going to say, uh, if you were buried under a tree, does the tree take on your consciousness? Yes, that's what I was going to say. Like that's in, Avatar. Like okay. in Raised by Wolves. Raised by Wolves. And yeah. we're back to Raised by Wolves. Thanks. Absolutely. That's where them giant holes came from. <laughs> <laughs> Don't no, but eat I mean, the fruit. Where the fuck does it go? And what happens when you vaporise in an instant? Yeah, that's mad. Fuck. It's, it's 
too quick. But I was I was saying to Matt while you were out, it's not it's not quick in the grand scheme of things. It's very times slow. Are, times a man-made construct. Yeah. Mm. There was uh, eyewitness reports at Fotheringay when Mary Queen of Scots was executed that her lips were moving for fifteen minutes. Yeah, that's what I mean. And then it's like, is that uh, some sort of autonomic? Uh, thing or is the consciousness there? Does it take that long for the brain to die? Mm. That's the terrifying thing, isn't it? Do you think I, anyone's tempted to, uh, you know, the head stick off. the cock in? <laughs> you can't talk though. That's the other thing, isn't it? You won't be able to. Man can't. No. Just remind you of it. Do you remember? Make you sing. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a horrible. It's like like a million people died on the other side. Of the it's like the sound chaos theory. A million voices cry out <laughs> He's once, the one. <laughs> and we're suddenly silenced. <laughs> when you launch your OnlyFans, <laughs> yeah, yeah, will you? Yeah. I have a, a unique set of skills. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Promise you'll train the boy, Obi Wan. Oh no, that was that was Obi Wan. Yeah, sorry, lost it. I went for something and it didn't, it didn't come off. No. Go on, tell me more about my OnlyFans. I think we've talked enough you, about OnlyFans. All right. Sorry, I interrupted you when you were saying something. Have you forgotten it? I don't know what I was talking about. Well, we should talk about New Horizons. That was oh, this yeah, week. When, didn't all you? right, okay. On Monday, went to watch, watch Dom and Chris from the sheep farm. Mm-hmm. Is it's, it good? Is it good? My first experience... I've probably mentioned it before, but I became aware of it through our barber. Our barber? Our barber. <laughs> our barber, who are in post office. Yeah, she... Um, she uh, I don't think she goes anymore. No, she, no, she I was to. just going to say, what was the as the, uh, the word went out of my mind? She stocks the light, which had oh, a, a bad yeah. um, write-up in on the BBC. <laughs> oh, yeah, it would. Um, saying it, you know, it had links to far right, obviously Nazis, Nazis in the socialist worker for balance. <laughs> <laughs> um, but some of the stuff I've read in it wasn't that bad. I don't think. Well, it, it's what it is. Is it as Just... good as the Onion? It's my go-to <laughs> newspaper. Groniad. <laughs> the Groniad, yeah, yeah. Private Eye. That. So that's how I found out about New Horizons, pre-COVID uh, scam. Yeah. And uh, I never went because it's a Monday night, so mm. it's a bit of a pain. Mm. And it's like 25 minutes each way, maybe, mm. to live them. Set hands, rather. Yeah. So I heard about it before the pandemic, and then um, obviously it shut with everything else, and I lost track. And then... I heard about it again on the Sheep Farm podcast because mm. Dom said, I'm going to be appearing at New Horizons, Chris, in St. Anne's. And uh, I thought, crikey, I know about New Horizons. So I went on the website and they'd had a, a full program all year. Right. Like Mark Devlin had been there. So it's obviously kicked off again. Mm-hmm. So I went on Monday for the first time. Uh, what would you call it? An expeditionary outing? Right. Isn't it? Is that- yeah. Yeah. Exploring, it was all right. It's fine. You were accosted, weren't you? Accosted. That yeah. sounds like it was uh, unwelcome. Okay. I just thought it meant you know it was by surprise. All oh, right, definitely a surprise. 
You were surprised. I, uh, <coughs> I went uh, I went and parked up outside the wrong place first. Nice. And then it was further down the road, and uh, you find it's near the YMCA, and there's like a car park in the front. I said, like, well, I'm not parking with the plebs. <laughs> the plebs are barnes. I'll go around the corner. And I went around the corner, and uh, the on a residential street, dumped it there, and I saw Dom and Chris outside, outside in like the rear, a rear assembly area, talking to the organiser. Right. So I ran up and went, bah! <laughs> and they looked at me like they didn't recognise me. Yeah. And uh, said hello. And we got chatting outside. And I met the uh, one of the guys who helps there, helps put it on. Mm-hmm. And then uh, uh, and uh, I said, right, after like, I had a fag outside, I said, right, I'm going to go and uh, get a seat and whatnot. And uh, Dom says, no, go through here, through the side door. Like oh, through the back Nice. Door. I said, no, 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 I'm not doing that. I'll go around and pay my dues. That's three pounds to get in. Oh, right, okay. And that gets you, you know, you can go help yourself to a brew or whatever. Ooh. There's right. coffee and tea facilities and whatnot. Yeah. I'm interested. Yep. And uh, so I went into the front door and there's a little desk where you have to go and sign your name mm-hmm. and pay your, your dues. So I signed it, um, Don Kiddick. <laughs> 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 and uh, so I went and there was like a, just like, um, I would say it's about 100 like two, like an aisle down the middle, and then there's like rows of five, maybe ten rows of five on each side, mm-hmm. and then at the front there's like a, a projector, like a big screen, mm-hmm. maybe like a I don't know, eighty inch, hundred inch projector, right, and a podium so people go and give presentations and talks and, and an altar, an altar to sacrifice <laughs> the ball. Was the uh, ball worshippers we are? Was the floor checked? The floor uh-huh. mm-hmm. for what? Where you sat, was it checked? With the checked two pillars. Oh, God, checkerboard. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Right, okay. It wasn't a Masonic temple. I'm not going then. <laughs> <laughs> so I went and stood around the back, and there was like an intro video playing. So I'll just, I'll just wait here and uh, grab my seat. And I got a little tug on my arm, and uh, this uh, young lady said, uh, Can I say hello? And I went, uh, yeah, okay, hello. Do we know each other? And she goes, I'm, I'm Lou. I listen to you. Oh. I was like, fucking hell, this is weird. Yeah. Do you remember when we met Helen at uh, yeah, Stonehenge? Yeah. yeah. And uh, I'm sure one of us commented on how it was strange meeting someone who we didn't know who listens. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. You can tend that by X, like 10X times when I went to New Horizons. Yeah. It was bizarre. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I got, to, so I got, I had a little chat with Lou. She'd come from Greater Manchester. Oh. And uh, anyway, oh, there's a lad from uh, Blackburn I met at the beginning as well. Mick. Mick from Blackburn, if you're listening. Mm-hmm. He came and said hello before Lou. So anyway, I sat down on the back row. And then uh, Dom and Chris came out and they did a little introduction and set the video going. And then they came and sat next to me, which was nice. I said, Dom, I want to sit here next to Filippo. <laughs> so he <laughs> came and sat next to me. And and uh, it was just about to start and I was just watching the screen and I saw this sort of movement in my periphery. And I looked over and this lady was turning around going <laughs> like that. <laughs> <laughs> waving enthusiastically, and I turn around, 
and there's no one behind me. So I waved back, and she goes, I'm Owls. I'm a liar. I'm Owls. I'm oh. Oh, Owls. Right, okay. Hey, I'll talk to you later. <laughs> Starting. So I met a liar there oh, who's... Okay. Um, she emails us a lot of stuff mm, often, does. and she always comments on YouTube videos. She's good. Good for the algo. Good for the algo. Yeah. And uh, I met her outside in an interval, and she gave me some a, a gift. Give me some bookmarks. Oh, nice. Oh. Yeah, I got four bookmarks from Elias. So thank you. That was very sweet. Mm. And she offered me a satsuma. Oh. <laughs> Is that a whole, satsuma? That's it? not a euphemism. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a picture of your asshole? Uh, <laughs> um. They say on OnlyFans. <coughs> yeah, so uh, the sheep farm, they did like, they had two videos. Like there was a f- an hour long, and then we had a little break and a recess. I got a brew, went outside. That's when I met, talked to a liar. And uh, Paul, there's a lad, a chap called Paul outside, who is a Paul outside. Paul, Paul, not Paul Whiteside. Paul, <laughs> Paul outside. Paul is a joiner from Penwitham. Oh, so he was the most local chap yeah. I met. Right. I was talking to Paul. We we're talking about the chemtrails because it was like noughts and crosses above Saint Anne's that night. It's like they knew we were coming. Yeah, dampened <laughs> down, getting sprayed. Plenty of flu ride. <laughs> so. Uh, so that was it for like the first half, and then we watched the second half of the video. And usually there's like a Q&A after the presentation, but we they overran that much. Mm. I think it was maybe half ten nearly before the videos ended. So the the uh, organiser got up and said, Q&A is going to have to be in person. We have to shut up and they're going to kick us out sort of thing. Wait, what, where did he run it? What's it's it? it's in like a, like a, a community, community centre. Right, okay. It seems it's like let's hire this room out. Right. Okay. Yeah. I told you about the the, the lady at the um, desk on games night, didn't I? I was um, I was just wandering around before it started, looking where I was. I was queuing to go and get a brew, mm. and I just got a tug on my arm. And I looked down this. Uh, uh, I, yeah, no, I don't pants. want to say elderly lady because that that sounds. Uh, Someone who's maybe older than you. Well, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> she grabbed me on the arm, Ben, and said, Are you one of those Amish guys? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Amazing. It's mental. Mental. Mm. So weird. So when are we doing a live show? <laughs> <laughs> we could just do a Q&A. Oh, right. So after the sheep farm boys finished, um, people started to leave and... Uh, we all stood up and we were just chatting while people were clearing up and putting chairs away and stuff like that. I was talking to sheep farm lads and uh, I, uh, I turned around to this strapping young, well, I'd say young, younger than us, young gentleman. Uh, so looking, a baby. Yeah, so <laughs> he, he, he had a look of a young Elon Musk, uh-huh. I would say, or Phil Cool. Comatan. <laughs> and uh, he says, uh, hello, Phil. Said, uh, oh yeah, uh, do we know each other? Yeah, this is getting weird at this point. And he goes, uh, "Yes, uh, I'm one of your producers." Oh, <laughs> I give over. Who are you? Said, I'm Richard Morris. Oh, wow. so I'm um, Richard Morris. Wow, hi Richard, producer and uh, sure. regular donator. Yeah, thanks, Richard. Yeah. Very good. Said, where have you come from? You Northampton. Wow, Fucking hell. whoa. 
Do I need to get a restraining order? He'd <laughs> uh, obviously come to watch sheep farms, you know, yeah. primarily. And they did it they made like a like a mini break of it. They were staying in Blackpool and they had the day they were gonna have the day in Blackpool and I said, Well, that'll be an experience for you. <laughs> <laughs> Should have stayed in St. So, Anne's. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Lytham. Mm-hmm. Let's go to Lytham. Mm-hmm. So I met Richard Morris. Um Lou, a liar. Can't think of Oh, there was a guy, uh, another guy uh I was chatting to, Rise Above T shirt. Oh wow. had a Rise Above T shirt on. And uh, he's from Oh, Chorley. Right. He's from Chorley, and he does some video editing work for Rise Above right. wow. on the side. Mm. So um, I've not got any notes. I, when I got back to the car, I got my phone out and made some notes of who I'd met and uh, mm-hmm. people's names and things. So I will shout people out on the next episode in the yeah. housekeeping. I don't I don't want to get my phone out and start doing it now. No. But I met about... Probably about ten people who came and said hello to me. That's it's good. It was that is w- really weird. Mm? Yeah, no one with any uh, bacon nuts t-shirts. Few and far between. No muzzles. No muzzles. Yeah, yeah. yeah they they yeah. must be a rarity. You don't want to buy a face mask. Mm? That guy did, didn't he? We not really not heard from him for. Who? Do you remember that he was like a was he not an ex army guy? What are you talking? Right at the beginning, camp. when you when you first made them, he was. I think there was. I think he was ill, and he was in hospital, and he was wearing <laughs> in hospital. Oh, I'm getting member berries now. Yeah. I remember. Mm. Shit. I don't think he was very well, so I don't. I hope he's still around. Fuck. He was local as well. It was Liverpool Hospital he was in. Was it? Yeah. I'm gonna have to go back in Instagram and find out now. Hmm. Shit. Yeah, I can't remember what his condition was, but mm. he was in, he'd been in a bad way, hadn't he? Mm. Oh, gosh. So, yeah, it's weird meeting people in the flesh. Yeah. And uh, very positive, though. Yeah. Weird, but positive experience. I'm glad I went. I was fucking knackered. I, like, at about a quarter to six, I was like, oh, I can't be fucking bothered. I'm too tired. Mm. And uh, I'm really glad I, I made the effort and went. It was w- well worth it. It's often the case, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'd had, a, I'd had a hectic weekend. I'd been in Stockport that day. Oof. So I had to finish early to get... Mm. Uh, well, it wasn't that day I finished early. I finished at normal time. I had to get home, walk the dog, get the tea on the table and uh, get on the motorway for seven, 10 to 7. So it was a rush. And the next day, I had to finish work from Stockport and then go and watch my eldest's first footy match in Chorley. Mm-hmm. A, I think it was a six o'clock kickoff. Oof. So I was like, fucking hell, it's been mad. These last five weeks have been mental. Yeah. Good time. I was uh, glad I didn't have to do anything this week for the podcast. We had sports day on Thursday. Did you? Yeah. It was red hot. Yeah. I think ours is coming up soon. Oh, and summer fur after, it was a twofer. Was it? Sports day plus summer fur. I won uh, a bottle of fizzy wine and <laughs> <laughs> Tom Bowler for two quid. Nice. Yeah. Every cloud. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's pink, though. Rosé. It's sparkling rosé. It's all right, yeah. I'd, I'd have to drink it on my own, though. She doesn't drink wine, really. Does she not? No, she drinks oh, beer. Especially sure you'll get through it. <laughs> beer and wine. 
everything's fine. fine. <laughs> wine Fizz- on beer, never fear. Fizzy pink wine makes you want to... Dine? D- dine. Dine, eh? Mm. <laughs> Implode. <laughs> oh, it's not a jerkin that Grogu's got on. It's more uh, like Parker. <laughs> no. So, have you not watched the the latest series? I don't think I have. He gets a... I don't even know if it's the second... I don't know what series. He gets a chainmail vest made out of... Oh, Adamantium. No, the... I was thinking Adamantium <laughs> as well. Beskar. Beskar Steel. Yeah. Yeah. Have you watched um, the first episode of Secret Invasion? No. I've given up. I've given up now on the Marvel stuff. I can't... I can't... I can't... It gouges my eyes. This weekend, we've been binge-watched um, something called The Change on Channel 4, comedy. Oh, right. But it's good. It's got a great soundtrack as well. Shirley Collins, are like old English folk. It's a bit it's a bit weird in in its setting. But it's, it's a light-ish comedy. It's clever, a clever comedy, right. I'd say. What's the nice. premise? It's about a woman who's um, pissed off that her husband doesn't do anything. And uh, she's... <laughs> So she she logs all the time that she spent like tidying up, cleaning up, doing the washing up, all that sort of stuff. Three minutes, five minutes, seven minutes, whatever. And she's got all these books for for fucking years. And she says, "Right, I'm gonna have this time back." Mm-hmm. So she fucks off, smashes the patriarchy. Yeah, rightly so. After watching that, <laughs> um, the uh, so she goes off and uh, on a her vintage triumph. Right, nice. got points in my book. Yeah, right, I say vintage. That's what hooked you in for. Um, and ends up in this like weird little village, I think, where she originally was born or spent some time as a child. And she's looking for a like a, a time capsule that she put in a tree as a child and gets involved in this community. And it's all it's all very weird, a bit wicker manny. But yeah, it's good. It's good. Mm. I enjoyed it. I thought this is very clever and you know humorous. This is very clever and humorous. That's what I thought. Was it a well-written uh, TV drama? It wasn't a drama. It was a well-written TV... Is it a dramedy? Comedy. No, there's no real drama in it. It's oh. definitely comedy. Right. Um, but it's just now I put it in the same sort of bucket. I mean, it's not the same as... Bucket? Early Doors, but it's in the same sort of bucket of that. It's kind bucket. of in- intelligent... <laughs> not intelligent... Uh, smart comedy i don't know it's good okay channel four i'll try see it's definitely worth it i've just been i've watched a a few films i've watched there was one which was definitely about the patriarchy um oh god is it called don't Don't worry darling not seen it harry styles in florence Pugh. i wouldn't bother um, like Harry Styles is honestly like a piece, a plank of wood, <laughs> it, like wandering around. What was film. that war film he was in? Dunkirk. Oh, yeah, Dunkirk. Yeah. yeah. I'm hiding in the ship. <laughs> Please don't shoot me, Nazis. <laughs> that kind of thing. So I've, yeah, got, I've got the premise right. That, uh, this woman's fucked off with her husband because she does all the sort of unpaid work around the house. Yeah, he's just like well, a lad. I think I can speak certainly for myself and Matt. Well, I mean, we don't lift a finger, do we, in the house, man? 
you know, we're treated like the silverbacks we are. No. We're just waited on hand and foot. Isn't that right? No. <laughs> it's like if you di- if you divvied up like the domestic, what do they call it? Domestic work? Chores? That, that's in, that it encompasses um, running a household. I, th- I would say if I'm being generous, we have, me and my missus have a 50-50 split. Yeah, probably. I mean... More 70-30 to me. She she makes all the pretty much. So I'd why say, don't you fuck off on a motorbike? Yeah, <laughs> because it's my responsibility to do these things. <laughs> it's like it was. Um, he's been out there having a wee stewing on this. I know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what can I say? What can I say? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> patriarchy. But no, that uh, smashing a patriarchy that doesn't exist. That's the thing. Don't worry, darling. That was. Styles. It was bad. It was it was one of those. It was almost on the level of um what's it called? That stupid meteor film. What, what could actually, Moonfall. No. <laughs> Deep. Don't impact. look up. Don't look up. Don't look up, yeah. In terms of like its real meaning, you know. With this one, it was almost as bad as that, in that even I got what its real meaning was in Don't Worry Darling. So essentially what it is is they go to this utopia. Well, it's not really, it's not really, you don't really know that actually at the beginning. So, spoilers. Yeah. So they're like living in this 1960s, no, 1950s, sorry, utopia. And it's like sunny in the desert somewhere. Um, all the women stay at home and do all the cooking and cleaning and whatever, looking after the kids. The kids go to school actually. So they're just drinking and going to <laughs> shopping and doing ballet and whatever. And then um, the men all disappear at the same time, ostensibly going to work to do, to this thing in the centre, I don't know. But anyways, it was kind of going for you. So this is just about the patriarchy and women not, you know, being kept at home and all the rest of it and yada, yada, yada. Um, and it, 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 basically what happens is, you're never going to watch it because it's a terrible film. Um, you find out that it's, he's, it, it, they've chosen to go there but he's been like, there's this guy who's like the leader of the cult in the thing that they're in. Um, and he's been watching him in the real world and they've got these little eye things on and they go in and your consciousness is transported to this like online Looking version. Good yeah. grief. So it's like a, a trad wife metaverse. Yeah. <laughs> and then so, but in this particular instance, he's like whacked her over the head put the things on it and keeps her on a drip and oh, she's in gosh. there permanently basically right. um but it's all about you Sounds know it's an interesting premise it is but it's a bad it's it's, it's not black mirror no <laughs> black mirror would have done it better yeah uh, it's not yeah well i don't know if it's probably a bit this i don't actually i think it's just harry styles to be honest with you is, is the the worst bit in it and also the message it's not so much it's you know it's like he you could mean, have done it better. You mean the message? Yeah. Or do you mean the message of the film? The message of the film, I think. Or was... the social, political message. Well, maybe. In... Yeah, but somebody else might watch it and think differently. I also watched uh, Dungeons & Dragons, and I enjoyed it. Nice. Does it have Jeremy Irons? No. It's got yeah? Chris Pine <laughs> in a... Again, Chris Pine was in that one. He was all right in that film. Don't worry, darling. Do you remember the whole spitting thing? Yeah. The that, press conference? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That film was just um, designed to fail because the two female, uh, the female lead, fell out with the Dar- director. Yeah. She, the Pew, 
Florence Pugh. Yeah, and it's a, she called Olivia Wilde. Olivia Wilde. She was in House, and yeah. she was the director, I think, slash exec producer on this yeah. Tradwife film. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they all fell out in there as well. That was the other thing. Florence yeah. Pugh's good in it. She's a good actor. Yeah, she was wasted in um, Black Widow. Mm. Fucking hell. Well, I can't yeah, believe she signed up for that. Money. Um, once you get on the Marvel gravy train, you're sorted, aren't you, for life, yeah. basically. Tell Matt Smith that. <laughs> I knew you were going to bring that. <laughs> it wasn't, it's, it's more than no, that. That's the Sony film, wasn't it? It's not yeah. Marvel. Yeah, it's no, so it's, no, it's, yeah, it's yeah. Mar- Marvel IP, I suppose, but it's yeah. Sony on the rights. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so that's different, isn't it? Um, but yeah, we watched, I watched Dungeon and Dragons last night and that was, uh, that was a fun film. I know it's about a stupid game, Uh, (laughs) 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 but it was like, it was well-written. It made made me laugh all the way through. It's not based on the cartoon then. Uni. (laughs) I don't know. There might be, there's loads of, I've never watched the cartoon properly. I forgot you had a unicorn. Yeah. Um, Bobby. (laughs) But it's. It, I shoot. There was loads of, like you know, the the shots where they sh- they kind of go to something, and that would be like, oh right, if I knew anything about Dungeons and Dragons, that would be an acknowledgement. D twenty, yes, fan service. Yeah, so there was like bits like that, but obviously I didn't get any of it. And it, but I just enjoyed. It was just like a fun film, fantasy action film. Yeah, good. Like Conan. Yeah. Like yeah. Reign of Fire. Yes. Oh, that's the Jeremy Irons one, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Bit different. Um, but there was a big, there was a big fat dragon in it, which made me laugh as nice. well. It was too fat to fly. You're laughing at chasing it. Yeah. Um, but it was funny, and there was like a druid in it. Um, and it was a very, it was a very diverse cast, and it wasn't like <laughs> you know, and one of them was a dragon. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't like an overly message. One of them was druish. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah. Um, it wasn't like a the message kind of thing being, you know, pumped. There was no like superfluous uh, same sex kiss scenes or anything like that. Right. Yeah. Overt. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Placement. Game of Thrones did it really well when it comes to uh, diversity and casting. Mm. Uh, the way Game of Thrones did it was excellent. The way um, sort of like Essos, mm-hmm. which was the land over the sea, so they mm. were able to put more black actors in those scenes mm-hmm. there was um the the sand vipers they were dorn dorn yeah Dornish. the prince of dorn over in martel mm-hmm. and his sisters and whenever in that area they could use people with sort of more sort of mediterranean or uh, mm. hispanic 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 actors so it made it believable in the context of the story as well as filling your quotas which is what they have to do now but when you go to the amazon <laughs> rings of, of shite <laughs> you know, it just doesn't make any sense because it's just sort of, it sort of becomes homogenized. Yeah, multi. It's it's a weird kind of homogenization. It doesn't sort of make sense that if you're distracted, you go into this this <laughs> island um, citadel in the middle of the ocean, and the the warriors, the tall warriors, the sailors, dwarfs. Forget the name of the <laughs> island, but on the Numenor, Numenor, right? So we're at this isolated island city of Numenor and when we get there we've got Scandinavians, Chinese, Indians, black people. It's like uh, a multicultural <laughs> utopia. It just doesn't make sense with the story. 
I it takes it, it out. Of, it takes you out of the story. I, I mean, not a lot of Lord of the Rings makes sense to be honest <laughs> in the context of the real world. But it's kind of all mixed. I suppose you. Yeah, I, I can get if you. I, I suppose when there you, is a reason why people have darker skin and lighter skin. It's there's geograph, geographical reasons. Ge- why geographical? Ge- definitely <laughs> geographical because we're talking about you know if you go to sub-Saharan Africa, yeah. people have darker skin for a reason. Yeah. Because the sun's so strong and mm. so evolution dictates that people with genes that give them darker skin are going to have an advantage in reproducing. And when you go to the northern climates, we have people with pale skin and paler hair because it reflects the fucking UV. There's something with... Um, <laughs> is it is it Eskimos? Something to do with the shape of the face and the sort of the shape of the facial features. It's It's... It's been adapted for that climate. Are you talking about the rise? Well, not everything like that. I'm sure, like the surface, the reason they have flatter faces is something to do with to uh, with surface area. That they lose less heat through the surface of the the skin. Okay, I was just thinking maybe even if evolution is fake and gay, (laughs) you know, you can. You can say there's a reason why people have different shaped faces, different um, coloured skin. Were there any Inuit people in Rings of Power? I'm sure there must have been. There better have been. There, there, was, have all, been. there was all kinds of races. <laughs> but what I was going to say is, I suppose, um, even though, you know, there's probably was a mix of races in terms of, like, slavery and stuff in, in ancient times or medieval times, maybe even more in ancient times of what you hear, I suppose. I don't know. Anyway, Um but I guess it, in that way, it's like you would expect people to be largely of the same kind of skin tone or whatever. If you went to a certain place, then I suppose it does kind of take you out of the story, maybe. Uh, like uh, Slave owners were well into diversity and equity and inclusion. They don't give a shit what colour skin you are. Yeah, when you go to ancient Rome, 99% of the slaves are Italian. Mm. They're not... Dragging people from Africa or Asia or anywhere else. They were European. Mm. Slavery, that's what's astonishing about the abolition of slavery, which started in this country. It's the first time in human history that that has happened. Mm. Slavery is the norm. And people would argue we're going into a, a digital slavery on the horizon. It's just, you know, the, le- the leopard doesn't change its spots. Mm. But uh, slavery is the norm. And it doesn't matter what colour skin you are. It's what you're worth. What's your labour worth mm-hmm. to someone who's willing to pay for it? Mm-hmm. So like most of the, sl- the slaves in the African slave trade, it wasn't a case of Europeans invading, capturing people, and then taking them and selling them. They were buying them. They would buy the slaves off the locals, the local tribes who had won a battle and captured people, and they would sell them. You know, it's... The whole race thing is a red herring. It was it was an economic thing, the slave trade. It was all about money and cheap labour. Always always had been. Give, give a toss what colour skin you is skin you are. I, I, I lo- couldn't give it up what <laughs> colour skin you yeah. is. What what's your back like? Can you work for twelve hours or not? I'm that's a that's very what you that's what you're worth person. is. Don't don't buy me. <laughs> so Dungeons and Dragons was good. <laughs> I'm gonna what what um, channels it on. Um, it was on the internet somewhere. Oh, was it? Oh, oh right, okay. Um, on one of those uh, those broadcasting uh, cinema apps. Uh, 
<laughs> like Rakuten or something. Oh, right. Oh, a legal one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, okay, yes. oh, my God. Sorry. <laughs> I'm a cinephile. <laughs> um, and uh, what else have we? We've been watching something called From, which is bonkers. From. It's not bonkers, actually. It's just lost, but with more gore. Um, and it's got a guy in, it's got the black guy in from Lost. I can't remember what he's called. I don't know. It looks exactly the Lost. same. It looks exactly the same. It's like 20 years ago. Yeah. Lost. Didn't see any of it. There was loads of um, series around that time that developed cult followings that I never saw. Yeah, so Lost, Prison Break. Oh, God, yeah, Prison Break. I watched the first I series that. of that. 24. 24, first series, too. Yeah. Yeah, watch, watch what were we doing? Probably out playing Tig. Driving to Middlesbrough. Yeah. Urinated on uh, war memorials. Have you um, seen any of Glastonbury? I watched a little bit of GNR and I've caught... Did you not see the sign language lady doing Guns N' Roses? Oh, no, they had a separate channel. I should have put that on because it's usually quite good and all the movements. I heard it was, when I turned it on it was I heard Axel Rose um, complaining about that he can no I'm not whipping out guys I'm not whipping out I just can't hear anything or something like that he was saying yeah. um, it was alright they, sound, they sounded alright uh, you know he can't sing obviously anymore he's like 60 so uh, he's not going to be the same as when he was you know 30 is it me or does it feel early for Glastonbury to be on uh, feels about right to me. Yeah. We've had a good month of sun, haven't we? You don't think? I always thought it was in school holidays, Glastonbury. I think all the others are. They're like yeah. Leeds and Tea in a Park. August, August Bank Holiday Weekend. and Yeah. Yeah, it just felt feel, feels early. Yeah. I, don't, I don't listen to music anymore. Very rarely. I'm not going to watch any Glastonbury. Manics were, aren't they? Quite good. Cinem. Yeah, Cinem. I saw them at Leeds. I, I saw them at Leeds with you, probably. We saw Guns N' Roses at Leeds. After, <laughs> do you remember that? The one with the KFC <laughs> guy. Fuck me, yeah, fuck fuck it head. <laughs> Jesus. No, I don't remember that. Do you remember? We watched <laughs> Loving Criminals before, and then oh. had to wait like two hours for fucking GNR to come on. Tell you what, that fun-loving criminal set was pretty epic. It was ace. I still remember. Yeah, I, I remember saying after... I don't remember anything about the festival, but I remember myself saying in the weeks following that that was the best gig I'd ever seen, the fun-loving criminals. And it was the atmosphere as well. The sun was going down. Yeah. It must have been sort of early evening. Yeah. yeah and it was sort of going into headlines. twilight. And he's just so fucking cool, isn't he, Huey? Mm. Whatever his clogs. Morgan. Huey Morgan, and uh, his, his uh, banter is second to none. Yeah. His crowd banter. And he's a hell of a bluesy guitar player as well. Absolutely. He doesn't get any um, props. Is he not, does he not do a radio show now? He is does, he on Six yeah, Music or something? Six, six Music or Radio 2 or something like that. Mm. Yeah, that's good. We went to a lot of Leeds festivals. I remember going to, I remember two. I'm sure I remember Maybe I two. went to a lot of Leeds festivals. 2000 and... 2001 or 2001 2002 I think we went to 2000 2003 I think we 2003 was GNR yeah was that Marilyn Manson Marilyn Manson right so 2001 was probably the Manics Stereophonics Pulp I think we're on the middle day Pulp are touring again now (laughs) they did they had like download 
Or do we no. do something down? No? <laughs> do you remember him uh, jumping up at the Brits when Michael Jackson yeah. won yeah. and telling him to fuck off or something, giving him fingers? Mm. Well, he said he was talking out of his arse. Yeah. Yeah, that was a big uh, Ferrari at the time, wasn't it? I know, really? yeah. How times change. Uh-huh. Really? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it's not just a distraction. Well, maybe. Oh, God. <laughs> Down the wormhole we go again. <laughs> it's like it's, n- it's nonsense, isn't it? Some music award show, some guy from Sheffield waves his eyes at Michael Jackson, and it's front-page news for a few days. Keeps yeah. uh, keeps the spotlight off other things. John Major. <laughs> More peas, Norma. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> he was uh, smashing curry, wasn't he not? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, there's loads. Edwina. They were. They all just. Was he not? I don't know. Yeah, he was. Yeah. I thought he was. Famously. Right. Giving her some special advice. Some Over special the sauce. Dispatch box. Over the dispatch box. Hmm. <laughs> Gross. Yeah, give her a proper cabinet reshuffle. How many did you go to? You went to a couple. No, I just I've only ever been to one festival in my life, which was V ninety nine. Really? Yeah, that was a good one. The first band of the weekend was the Cardigans. Yes. Wow. Yeah. At that period, yeah. Were they like? Was she not like Swedish? Uh, yeah. She was hot, wasn't Nina she? Nina Person. Nina Person. Yeah, Nina Person. Yeah. Wow, she was ahead of her time, wasn't she? <laughs> they them. Yeah. <laughs> Did Placebo play that year as well? They they oh, were no. they were due to play, and they got play replaced by Cooler Shaker. All oh, right. Yeah. The lineup was someone, uh, Placebo, Supergrass. Oh, nice. right. Yeah. So during someone, <clears throat> we thought well. We'll try and get to the front, yeah. and we'll sit through Placebo mm-hmm. because we want to be f- at the front for Supergrass. Yeah. So we're sort of cramming our way uh, before Placebo. Come on, we're cramming our way forward and what? And there's all these girls with fucking black butterfly wings on and all that <laughs> yeah. shit, you know, and fucking oh. you know, like the, I'm a, there. the cure, <laughs> I can see it. The, the cure reunion tour, whatever. Yeah. Right. So we get as far as, and we're like maybe <laughs> fucking 10, 20 feet from front, something like that, and uh, no sound of Placebo yet. And the compere walks on the stage and says, uh, really sorry to announce this, but uh, due to illness, whatever, placebo I've had to pull out of today's, mm. today's show. And this sort of army of, of butterfly wing girls just turns around, just distraught, yeah. and starts marching, marching away. And uh, the guy goes, well, uh, but it's good news because uh, last minute replacement, we'd like to welcome to the stage... Cooler Shaker! Nice. And so we went mental. It's like, wow, fucking Cooler Shaker are good. And we got right to the front. Mm? Next to the Crush Bars. Yeah, I remember. It was good. So we heard Cooler Shaker and then Supergrass. Yeah. Good do. Did you go in the Rage Against Machine era? I was at at the Crush Bars for that. Never again. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't remember watching Rage Against Machine. I can remember Cooler Shaker. I can remember the Cardigans now that you mentioned it. And I can remember, just about remember... Tom Jones? Did we see Tom Jones? Oh, maybe. No! Uh, feel good! Oh! James Brown. James Brown. Yeah. God, he might wow. have been, yeah. Oh, shit, that's pretty we good. Saw, we saw James Brown. What is the On V... On the second Fe- is it, stage. Is it still called the V Festival? It was Virgin, wasn't it? 
Virgin still, Records. Is it still called that now? I don't even know if it's still going on. <laughs> right, okay. There's Leeds and Reading still. There's yeah. the smaller ones. Like that Green Kendall Man. Callings got Kendall quite Callings. big, hasn't it? That started off relatively recently. End of the road, they're still going. There used to be, was it in like a, the the um, jazz festival in up the M65? Was it Colne or Nelson? Yeah. Burnley. No, it's Colne. Colon Jazz Festival. Apparently there's one in, we used to talk about it when we worked at the uni, in Burnley, but it's done in pubs. Yeah. yeah, And you go from pub to pub and it's... Darwin used to do one as well. Yeah, Darwin Live, yeah. Because I think our mutual podcast friends um, knew a guy who was playing there. Langshire Hot Pods. Langshire Hot Pods, yeah. Oh, don't take in any live music these days. Very rarely. Oh, don't go to pubs. So. Yeah. The last uh, live performance I saw was uh, probably that guy in Leeds singing Sweet Caroline. Ah, oh, fuck. No, you were at my birthday. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that we was a wanted to have you in, uh, in Clumsy Michael. <laughs> yeah. I should put some videos of that up on YouTube. Yeah. yeah that's good. It's good fun. You're I went still... there again last night. You went, oh gosh, yeah. You went to see a Smith's Tribute Act. Smith's Tribute Act, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they were good. Smith's Limited. Did they do This Charming Man? Yes. Did you could they... say any Smith song. <laughs> <laughs> All the ones you know. Hang the DJ. Panic, yeah. Is that about Jimmy Savile, that song? I think it is, yeah. Yeah. Johnny Rotten knew about him, didn't he? Yeah. There's that famous Johnny Rotten interview mm-hmm. on like Top of the Pops or Jewels or something. Yeah. In the eighties, mm. late seventies, early eighties, yep, mm-hmm. where he talks about Jimmy Savile, open secret, weren't it? Mm. Yep, cover up for paedophiles and give him knighthoods. Fuck, but you know, get, you know, you get accused of wearing a tinfoil hat for suggesting things like that. There used to be a phrase: "No smoke without fire." <laughs> no one uses it anymore. No, we follow the science. <laughs> I am the science. Mm. It's the Fauci. Mm. With the ouchie. Mm. <laughs> um, so, what else have you been watching, Ben? Um, I went to see Spider-Man. Oh, what did, you, what did you make of the Back to the Spider-Verse, whatever it's called? I thought it was all right. There's a lot of like, Spider-Men in it, Spider-Women. Yeah. Spider mm. creatures. Do you not think it was a bit dangerous for the the Spider Woman to be pregnant and spidering? Uh, uh, yeah, I suppose. I thought mm, it's a bit risky. I mean, you can't go on roller coasters, can you? So yeah, swinging around on a motorbike is probably not not advised. Yeah. What about the Spider Vampire Man? The main guy. Yeah, the, the like, main leader. The leader of the Spider Verses. Yeah, he's a bit weird, isn't he? Yeah. Never got to really get into that. And then what was also a bit sort of rubbish, not rubbish, a bit disappointing, I should say, I quite enjoyed it, was uh, it's like half the story. Yeah, yeah. What was half the story? It's like... To be continued. It was like the... I don't think it was quite as well well done as Infinity War, where it kind of just ended and everyone, half the people disappeared. Um, But it was like half the story, basically, of... Wasn't was it advertised as part one? 
No, I don't think no. so. So I wasn't expecting it to be yeah. continued. No. I can't, Canal, <laughs> next week, what? <laughs> Two years, three exactly. years, isn't it? It's, it's just fucking drawings, get it done. <laughs> Donald Glover was in it. Yes, he was in IRL. And like, the, what was the random Lego? They never well, came it's back all to the different that. universes. Well, I know, so. but but why why introduce it if you're not going to use it? Ah, I don't know. They introduced Spider Cat. I'd like to see Spider yeah. Cat used in the future. Wow! <laughs> and then, like, there was no. I was hoping uh, Nicolas Cage was going to be in it, Spider Noir. <laughs> yeah, but he wasn't. No. And, but uh, it will be in the last one because he's ran, she rounded up everyone, didn't she? Um, but anyway, when yeah. when's Indy Five out? Next week. Fucking next week. Next week. Next week. It's Friday, I think. Is it July the fourth? No, it's June twenty thirtieth, twenty ninth. They're releasing it midweek. All the decent ones. So we, me and Ben, have you decided whether you're going to take your wife or me to watch uh, Doctor Manhattan, whatever it's called? Uh, I don't think she'll want to watch it. Oh, that means there's a spot open. There's a, there's a slim chance we'll be going together. Is there an IMAX spot open? You take us I'd to Bolton. To, yeah, I'd love to go and see it in IMAX. When's it out? Soon, I think. Like July. I yeah, think. July. We'll have a look. And June. You've got to take me to June as well. Yeah, June, definitely. I mean, that's that's, mm. that's a date. I think we decided after the first one. You did was it that good? Tradies. I've watched. tried to watch it at home, and it didn't have the same impact as the... Massive screen and massive sound. Yeah, the soundtracks. Sound yeah, it made it uh, like a proper, a proper spectacle. Like, <laughs> um, but that would have been good to watch on IMAX. So we might have to go and watch June two on IMAX as well. All right, that's Ooh. not out for ages yet. Though, is it? I don't Christmas. Know. Yeah, maybe. Early Christmas present. Yeah, for each other. Maybe I should bump <laughs> it up the list. Shall I read it after? Uh... Dr. Manhattan. It is a novel. Dune. Yeah, I've got it. Got, I've got it somewhere. Got tiny writing. I've got it at home as well. <laughs> tiny writing is uh, <laughs> good. Keeps your eyes working. Thin paper, like an old Bible. <laughs> I've got this. I've, you know, I've said I've been reading Awakenings. Yeah, Oliver and his sacks. Oliver's sacks, yeah. Um, so this book is about. Um, people who had encephalitis lethargica, what it's called. But basically, it, it kind of co came. That's the word. Cocaine. It came. It was around <laughs> the same time as the Spanish flu. And you think some indication that it one caused the other, or, you know, whatever. Did yeah. it turn the frogs gay? It did, yeah. So you know what encephalitis is, don't you? Like a swelling, swelling of, of the brain. brain. Yeah. And it's lazy because it's lethargia. So what it did is it basically made people have really sleepy. When they so you had you had a you had an acute phase, I think that's what it's called, where you get ill from it, where your brain swells and it made you really tired, or there was kind of telltale signs, um like your behaviour changed. So like People who were placid became angry. Mm. Yada yada yada. Yeah, and then they fell. People like literally went, fell asleep and they couldn't wake them up properly for like months. And then what happened is um, a lot of them died or they survived and they were got better again. And then over time, they developed Parkinsonian 
symptoms, so like tremors. But these other symptoms kind of um, appeared where they froze. So, yeah, so like you would be walking and they would just stop. And if you didn't, so some people, if you left them, they would just be stuck there. <laughs> and, the, okay, and then, but if you kind of gave them a prompt, like if you pushed them with one finger, they would start walking again. Or if you... Why didn't you open the podcast with this? Or if you... <laughs> well, I've got, I've got an idea for a YouTube channel about it, but it's all his, it's all his copyright in it. So um, anyway, he... Uh, so yeah, there's lots of people like that who are stuck. And like, you know, if you put lines on a... on a, For some of them on the lino, they would follow the lines and that would mean they wouldn't stop. Like a chicken. Like a chicken, yeah. But this one, there's loads... Basically what it is... <laughs> So around this time when he wrote he wrote the book in 1970 and around that time people weren't didn't really like writing um it's case, they were all <laughs> case, <laughs> frozen case studies frozen chicken nuggets <laughs> they uh, didn't like writing case studies so but it's a book of case studies so the one I'm reading now is I think it was called Ro- Rolando P and he got it when he was when he was 3 Right. So, but he said he was kind of a precocious child, and he would he could talk and write and read. I think by the age of three, and he would he could and he was play music and all and like sing operas. It was weird what they were saying, whether it was true or not. Um, but anyway, he went into the the tired bit, and he went through school, um, not being able to move or whatever, and frozen kind of like that. And people thought he was. Um, you know, intellectually retarded or whatever. And he, um, his mum said, no, he's not, he's not, he's not. And he got put into this home. It's called Mount Carmel, basically, where this guy worked. Um, and then when they first were there in like the 30s or whatever, it was like a really nice place. It was like a country home on the outskirts of uh, New York. So it was surrounded by beautiful countryside or whatever. But if you fast forward 40 years to when he's there in the late 60s, this Oliver Sacks, um, it's like completely changed. There's like no money. It's overcrowded. All the buildings are awful. This village that it was in or town is like been built up. There's been like a highway built next to it. So, you know, it's completely changed the outlook or whatever. Um, but this particular guy, he uh, he was, um, had been f- completely frozen um, from the age of three. And then basically they got this, um, it's called El Dopa. Um, dopamine. Yeah, so it's like a it's a it's a man-made dopamine basically, and initially they were giving him in like milligrams, and he started giving him in grams, and what it did is they slowly built it up, and like it's four grams daily, and they would just ex- literally a lot of them would explode into life. So they would been fro- this guy had been frozen hell. for fifty years or forty years or whatever. And then they would just go, look, I'm talking, and like be off up and down the ward, walking up and down, you know, getting into everything. Um, And then it would just stop, basically. And then the more they gave it to them, what it started doing is it started making them go crazy, basically. They would start having like tremors and um, palalalia, I think is the term where they just like you say things over and over and echolalia the same thing over and over again, like, uh, you know, any, anything random. Um, but it was this kind, this one, one of the other ones 
So there was different people with like din- different kind of intellectual abilities and depending on when they were frozen, all the rest of it. <laughs> so there's this one woman who was frozen and she um, described this kind of phenomenon. It's Kino something, like, you know, cinema, where, you know, at a certain frame rate, things look like they're in slow motion. Um, so he kind of described a situation where she was seeing things in slow motion, like happening. And then um, for her, and then because she was only seen in slow motion, say, for example, it was someone giving her a mug, and then all of a sudden this mug appeared. Do you get what I mean? But the mug was still over there. So she was holding a mug, but the mug was over there at, at the same time because she was seen in <laughs> slow motion. Not caught up with that. Yeah. <coughs> and it was like making her go crazy, basically. So but the idea is, it's like the 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 issue was affected your kind of perception of the world or whatever but this woman <laughs> describes when she was in that state that they thought that they were like they were catatonic basically but they weren't it was something else but she kind of said that she just thought of things over and over again for like 40 years or she would draw out geometrical shapes in her mind over and over again and like it, it describes how she started she just basically just didn't care about anything and then they put this dopamine into it and it should, they just like come back to life it's really weird she didn't care about anything that's what she, what she describes yeah so she was obviously she so she wasn't freaking out about being no trapped no she, just she was just she, going over patterns of geometry in, in her mind or a checkerboard she described as well yeah that was one person. That, that was one person. Like other people couldn't describe anything, apparently. But that Matt, was have you ever thought about doing a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I know, yeah. Um, this, but so that you like his, the, his, all of his books are really interesting that he's written. And I've it's read. how diver, neurally diverse people are, isn't mm-hmm. it? Which is what's interesting. Mm-hmm. And that a lot of these things are sudden onset, it could be via an accident. Yeah, uh, trauma or yeah. something else, and it'll just switch something in people's brains, and mm. everything that you considered you, your personality, your memories, all that can be altered. It's bizarre, isn't it? Like that essence. If we think we we think we're someone, you mm. think you're someone. I'm Ben. I'm this this guy. Oh, I'm, I do. I'm ben. I do. I, I do X, Y, and Z. I like this, that, and the other. Blah blah blah. That's a complete perception, that. That can be just terminated, switched off. Yeah. Completely. I mean, there's loads of interesting offshoots. So what he does as well is, like, he... So, again, at the time, it was all it's all about the medical model, which you could argue it is at the moment in terms of you give people medicine, you try and treat them, yada, yada, yada. So the psyche is not really taken account of, but he was a trained... He was a, doc, he was a doctor, but he was a psychiatrist. Um, so... What he noticed is when I mentioned about the environment changing, when the environment changed, it affected their Parkinsonian symptoms, basically. So they got worse. So they got even more frozen or they got even more, you know, uh, down. He said, well, down, yeah. But so the environment that they were in, and he said that the people who had the family came and visited them or they were involved in the community, so they went out to, like, the town that was near them, did miles better than the people who um, didn't have that, basically. Um, but 
another thing that was just like an, some of the offshoot kind of footnotes he puts in was about this. It's a guy called, well, I assume it's a guy, it's a person called Spitz. And he went, I think I've kind of heard about this. And he went to an orphanage in, or he did reports from orphanages in Mexico. And they, they cared for orphan children like really well from like, he said like from a mechanical standpoint. So, you know, they had incubators, da, 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 da. But he didn't give them any kind of physical love or care in that kind of respect. And then most of them died by the they time died. they were three. Yeah. yeah. Children need physical Going back to uh, social iso- social isolation, it's no mystery that this kills people. Mm. I just thought that was, you know, and he, he ties it all um, together really well throughout the book, basically, and goes yeah. back to, like, well, this was happening at this time. And, and he described, basically, this Rolando, his story is horrible, really, in that he... So all of them, basically, when he started this El Dope, they spring into life... And then all these horrible side effects start within like a few days or a week, which are like range from going completely schizophrenic and psychotic to um, uh, I think going really bad into like into zoned out again, basically. And then when you take it away, it makes the zoned out stuff even worse, essentially. But the other thing, but anyway, so going to Rolando, he, um, his, um, his mum used to come and visit him. So he was from a family, like, they were kind of well-to-do, I think. And his brother would take him out um, quite regularly and he'd stay at this country house. And he would, apparently, he could swim. So remember, he'd been frozen since the age of three. Put, and this is the other thing. You put people into water and they would start moving again, basically. <laughs> um, but anyway, so, um, so it seemed like... It, what he's kind of saying is if there's a stimulus, yep. it makes you go a little bit more. But as soon as you take any kind of stimulus away, it just froze again. Um, but anyway, so, and his mum used to go on a, uh, to these things as well. And then his mum used to come every Sunday um, to visit him in this Mount Carmel hospital. And she eventually got arthritis and eventually died. So, so she stopped coming and she got, um, and she died. And he started, like, losing weight, stopped eating, yada, 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 um, and began to die. And then he made this friendship with a physiotherapist. And she um, basically, this Oliver Sacks thinks that, and probably to all intents and purposes, replaced his mother and he bonded with her and he started putting loads of weight on again, got healthy again, his Parkinsonian symptoms kind of died away, um, his depression went or whatever. And then... A new state legislator came in or whatever, and they got rid of a third of the staff from the hospital. She was one of them, and he basically um, froze again and went to his bed, stopped eating all the rest of it. And then eventually someone, um, not eventually, but one day he happened to be on the ward whilst this, like, technician guy, lab guy, was coming round. Um, and he went to like take his tests so he'd do some blood tests and all the rest of it because he thought you know he's losing weight and there must be something physically wrong with him and um got the guy got his arm and he was like you know wasn't bothered you know he's just his usual kind of catatonic state and he said this is a, something along the lines these were like his last words and he, he said leave me the fuck alone can't you see i'm fucking dying of grief leave me the fuck alone and that was the last words that he ever said and then he just went back into silence basically until he died 
And he died four days later, is what he said. Holy shit. But the, the, the story, there's loads of them, loads of the people. So it seemed, well, I suppose you could say it was the effects of the, the dopamine that they were giving them. It basically killed them. But a lot, he thinks a lot of them died because they lost the will to live. They, they, they had this great hope about this drug. Like Luke Skywalker. Yeah. And he, uh, he just get, he tried so hard he died. Um, that he, um, <laughs> that they, they had this great hope. Like they came back to life after 40 years, you know, being frozen. And then, you know, for it to work for a brief period and then to make them worse afterwards, shortly afterwards, was too much for a lot of them to handle. And they, they died, they, they lost the will to live, basically, and died. We don't put enough attention on the psyche when it comes to health mm. and the, the connection between mind and body. Mm. We, uh, we treat mechanical things or imbalances of chemicals or numbers on a chart which says your LDL is too high to mm. your No, we don't... Uh, there are three. What what was um, Debbie saying last week? That the three types, three types of, of person or health. Basically, there's. Come on, there's, ben. there's phys- I wouldn't know. I'm a fourth. Aren't I? <laughs> there's physical, intellectual, and emotional. Oh, I'm all of those. And these things all need taken care of. Right. You can't neglect one for the other. Does the body rule the mind? Or does mm. the mind rule the body? It's. I would say it's weighted the same. But you're forgetting emotional health there. Uh, so yeah. so people can be physically fit and have no stress, but have no emotional enrichment. They just sit in front of a screen all day and have no family in the house or conversations with friends or whatever. Like these monks, you heard about this monk... Uh, monk, what, like monk, monk mode. Monk mode sigma males. Yeah, yeah. Did you listen to that Chris Williamson with that um, millionaire, that uh, tech millionaire? Um, I, I, I've Modern li- wisdom thing. I've listened to a few of them, and, and he's mentioned he's mentioned monk mode sigma males. He was talking Chris to Williamson. this uh, tech entrepreneur millionaire, whatever. And he was talking about um, sort of opportunity costs and how you should spend your money early, basically, because mm. of the compound. He was talking about like compounded memory gains. Right. So like, if you right, say you want to do a skydive. Mm-hmm. Or say you want to go to the Coliseum. Mm-hmm. Right. That's pretty easy to achieve. Mm-hmm. You could do this next week. Mm-hmm. But, you, yeah. but you could say, well, I can do it. I can, I can leave it till I'm 80. Mm. But if you do it now, you I have remember. compounded memory gains for the next three, four decades yeah, of your life. Sense. It's an interesting, the way he brought mm-hmm. things down was interesting. It was mainly to do with finances and how you spend your time and sort of how to trade these things off. And, but he was talking about the monk, mo- uh, the monk molders. Mm-hmm. And he was like, um, I love them. I, lo- I love these, these monk mold guys. They, they make great employees <laughs> and they will make great employees for my for my children's companies, basically. (laughs) I don't know where it comes from. It's it's some sort of Reddit thing where people dedicate their lives to... Well, uh, Chris Williamson mentioned something in passing about they were slagging off Twitter, people (laughs) slagging off Twitter because 
you know, he was saying, I don't want anybody here doesn't want to work like a thousand hours a week or whatever. Um, yeah, and he said, oh, well, it. actually, there are a group of people who really enjoy, you know, just working, basically. Yeah. I'm aiming for something essentially. Well, <laughs> I know. Anyway, is it time to go. It is nearly time oh, to go. It? Anyway, well, are you, are you just going for a wee? Yeah. Through, well, let's keep going until he's come back. Behind the curtain, the uh, the green curtain. Mm. In Wonder, uh, not Wonderland. Oz. That's, that's an interesting idea about the memory. You, you know, you in terms the memory of, dividend. I think he calls it. Yeah, that's true, isn't it? It's a different way of thinking about things. You, if you don't put things off and you you have those memories then for a longer time. But it, it brings it into physicality as well. So there's certain things you can do now. Like he, he said he'd given up a certain kind of skateboarding. Mm. Uh, uh, ice skis, what do you call it? Skiing, snowboarding. Snowboarding, yeah, because, I don't know, it was, it was starting to get painful right. or something. It was like, well... If I take it easier now, mm-hmm. I love skiing. I can get more skis, skis ski slopes in. Mm-hmm. Why not? It's, it was hard to explain. It was a interesting way of looking at things and how you sort of uh, descend, decide how to spend your, your time and stuff. Mm. It was worth checking out. I can't remember who uh, the name of the guy. Well, there's been some good ones. He's done some good ones, uh, Chris Williamson. There was one about, there was the one... I've invented a drinking game Okay. for Chris Williamson. What is it? Um, you have to drink any time he mentions that he's from Newcastle. Oh, yeah, Geordie. Any time he says bro science. Yeah. Because he does this bro science joke on every episode I've listened to, where he says, I'm going to drop some bro science on you. Yeah. And what was the third one? <laughs> Psychosexual. That's his pet phrase. He, he talks about set, psychosexual behaviors and psychosexuality. I think he wants. I think he wants to write a book, doesn't he, about mating? I think he's sat on the extractor fan. That's why oh, it's uh, <laughs> clipping. <laughs> You're clipping the extractor fan. <laughs> ting, 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 ting on Ben's asshole. <laughs> and that's a lovely place to stop. <laughs> if you've got any final comments, then after you've uh, emptied your bladder. No, no, I'm good. It's good. What was that book called? Awakenings. Yeah, Awakenings. I mean, well, yeah. I mean, I think he might reference the the man, um, the pianist, from Man Who Was a Hat or whatever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the man who was a hat. Yeah, the man who mistook his wife for a hat. So there's a guy, isn't, well, isn't, you probably might be able to remember that he was a, a concert pianist, I think, or a, what's the? Consummate penis? Yeah, or a, the one with the stick. The umpire. <laughs> An orchestra umpire. Wingardium Leviosa. And he has a memory span of 20 seconds. Yes. So he, every 20 seconds he's waking up from thinking, where am I, you know, what's going on? Da, 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 da. And he's no long-term memory. The fucking mind is weird, man. That's the <laughs> lesson, isn't it? It's it is. so... I think it was a stroke, something that wiped out his memory. He's yeah. just got his short-term 20-second It's minute. a miracle. Any of us are fucking compass men. I know, I know, I know. Mm. It's nuts. Mm. That's mm. nuts. Right, well, the fire's... Uh, it's going, going out, on. isn't it? Mm. It's yeah. got the last few embers. We better wrap up. Before, yeah. Uh, yeah. Sun's getting low. It's getting real low. Right, so shall we sign off for tonight? And yes. Yeah, we'll see you guys next week. You know, uh, next week's guest, Greg Little, 
has um, is a psychologist by trade, and he has a, a, a particular kind of CBT that he's written books about. I'll oh. have to pass it by you. Right, okay. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about plasma consciousness. <laughs> yes. Trans, trans-dimensional plasma consciousness. Oh, you right, know. Okay. A real-life psychologist. Finally. It'll be a meeting of minds at last. <laughs> yeah, and you'll be there as well. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Wonderful right. stuff. Wow, okay. well, thanks for joining us around the fire. Mm. Time to uh, crush some blueberries in Iron Banner, I think. Oh, oh yes, God. Are you making cake wrong with cookies you? again? Ben, <laughs> on Wednesday night, <laughs> Wednesday night games night. Oh, blueberries and noob, isn't it? Yeah, noobs. Okay. I crushed... <laughs> I crushed 39 noobs oh, in one you? match. I nearly got the big 40 bomb. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. So I'm going to get working on it now. I'm I'm, I'm busting uh, Tommy's matchbook out of the vault <laughs> to launch into Iron Banner very shortly. Holy fuck. Well, we'll see you next week. Yeah. Yeah. Love and Take light. And all, and all that shite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they say. Bye. fuck are you people even talking about? We are a bunch of chicken liver shits. You growlers! What do you expect from slags and, and, and pussy pimpers? That's it, man. Game over, man. Game over. Bugger shape, funk shape, fucking sphincter, asshole up your ass, up your cunt.